You're listening to the adventures of Charles Blunt and the Heroes of the Run in the Dark of Exandria. Get ready. It's hero time. So apparently, my players have decided that they want to do this at 11 o'clock at night. So here we go again, guys. Here we go again on my own. Charles is going off on his own. Um, so last time you guys had some fun. So Charles uh, likes to sleep. You took up a job with the Martinet Ludinus de Leth, uh after Hugo decided to leave. Uh, Captain Priya joined you on said job as you ventured into the mines of Harathus, uh, the platinum mines that supply the Empire with most of its wealth, uh, to discover uh, a number of aberrations within uh, a, a long buried and forgotten chamber. At the end of which chamber you found a beholder uh, guarding what you later found out to be the, or rather a, uh, Luxem beacon. Uh, during this fight, uh, some people got charmed, some people got fucked up, uh, one person got turned into a statue. Cyrus. Um, and on the way back up, uh, you confused a lot of dwarves. Um, by shouting at them as you flew by as eagles through the mines, uh, most of them only catching parts of what Charles was saying, um, <clears throat> until you brought Ceres and the Luxon Beacon back to the Martinet. Uh, the Martinet was kind enough to uh, contact somebody he knew that could deal with the Ceres issue for you, uh, rendering them back to being not a statue, which, you know, is indicative of good health if you were alive anyway. The uh, party then had discussion with the Martinet about the the artifact that they had collected, uh, which he revealed that he would not be journeying back with them. He would be taking the artifact and heading somewhere that he wouldn't tell you where. <coughs> uh, you had to make your own way back, uh, likely via the dash, as he pointed out. Um, but you guys had conversation about probably heading south towards Nicodranus, or maybe east across, no, sorry, west across the mountains into Nicodranus because of the ongoing storm of the Wyan Gorge. Um, funny you should talk about that because moments later, as you were heading towards the tavern where you'd be staying, there was a bright flash of light on the southern horizon, and uh, the blackness of the storm seemed to spread. Um, many map lookings, um, you deduced that this storm had spread toward Trostamwald, and you made plans to, in the morning, because apparently it's not uh, important enough to set off right now, um, you, you would head uh, head towards Orfield and then south towards Trostamwald. To it obviously is really important, but I'm super tired. <laughs> and Riala is already <laughs> arguing with the DM. <laughs> God! Stop it. Stop your shit. Okay. Good night. <laughs> well, I mean, you're, you're not even at the tavern yet. We ought to sleep anywhere anytime. Fair enough. So, the evening is yours. Good night. <laughs> so, I'm assuming last time we already set the long rest anyway, so should it be morning? No, no. no, 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 no rest, long rest last time. Which so is why um, I'm acting off. <laughs> so those of you that are leveled up haven't actually quite leveled up yet. Yeah. 
what we did last time was um, peruse the map and essentially came to the conclusion that we were going to head off-road for Allfield, um, assess the situation, but our intention was to head south and investigate this storm which seems to be moving from the gate. Uh, and this was the same direction, uh, this rough um, um, Allfield trust, uh, Trust No, not Trostenwald. Um, this direction we were looking at going in. It was a Trostenwald? Yeah. Which is the city that got destroyed, right? Or am I thinking something else? Trostenwald, you think, is the one that's currently being covered up by the cloud. Right, but that's not that's not the one that got attacked by the Jorhassians. No, that was Felderwind. Felderwind, that was that one. Okay, yeah. So, we were going towards uh, Trostenwald, <laughs> and that was the same, roughly the same direction that Ceres' ping was telling us to go. Mm, not quite the same direction. Well, I mean, so, the direction, you, as you described it last time, was... Uh, slightly south of Trostenwald, pointing in that direction, if yes. I'm not mistaken. So, so it's if you, rough to, if you were to point an arrow between you and Trostenwald, the arrow to the ping would need to point further south. Yeah, so it's so it's maybe more in line with to intercept somewhere like Verstglade. Uh Maybe, but you don't know the existence of that place. I I only said that because it's on this map. Yep. Oh my god, I haven't even gone okay. more So that. More in wow. line to hit that mountain range. It's in that uh, mountain range somewhere. Yep. Yeah, so, so we we are heading roughly in the correct direction. Keyword being roughly, but uh, yeah. But first, we need a long rest. Okay, I'm gonna pick up Briala and take her to the end <laughs> because I'm assuming she just fell asleep in the middle of the road at this point. I mean, she just, did, so just <laughs> flopped down to the ground. Um, and take her out then um, and I'll pop her down one of the seats and get a bowl of food and just wave it in front of her nose until she wakes up what, what, what is that? chicken stew oh my god <laughs> thank you you're very welcome I'm going to hold the bowl look like For the purposes of the listeners' ears, you're going to hold a ball. I said I'm holding a ball. Yeah. I'm... <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, uh, as you have done that, uh, Captain Priya has also joined you and is uh, talking to the tavern keeper um, for a couple <laughs> of moments before she heads back over to you. Uh, as you gather around this table, and Riala is eating chicken stew. Yep. So Trine's not going to have got Riala food and not herself food. There's okay. two bowls there. Okay, there are two bowls there. Uh, so it would appear that the uh, Martinet did arrange for us to stay the night. Uh, we do not have individual rooms, so there is three rooms. Well, I don't exactly need to sleep, so if there's a bed needed there, I don't I think... need it. I think uh, Charles should sleep in his own room because he's the only guy here. Um, me and Riala in the other room, and Ceres and the captain in the third. How many does a room sleep typically? I mean, you, there are two beds to a room. And there are five of us. Okay, so. 
I mean, I don't mind sharing a room, but someone's going to have to share a bed. Why is someone going to have to share a bed? Because there are five of us in four beds. Then just stay in the third room. Is there anything paid for? You, I thought Captain Freya just said there's two rooms to each, two beds to each room. Yeah. yeah. Do, do, do not say have, I, have I miscounted the number of rooms? Yes, yes there, there are three rooms. Oh, okay. there is, two yeah. beds in each. There are six beds, Charles. There are six beds. It's been a long day. I know. I, know. I spent a but lot of time I, on I, I will share a room with Citrine because, God forbid, Charles look at me at I all. Mean, you, you, <laughs> you say that like, God forbid, Charles gets to be alone for an evening. I'm only playing, I don't care. I just want to go to sleep. Uh, well, uh, I would also like to sleep, so... Uh, I I do not mind sharing the room, uh, Sarah, if that is what the group has decided. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Like I said, I don't need to sleep. That is a what little you... uh, disconcerting, but okay. What do you do to rest? Do you just, like, sit in... Stop brooding, or do you start brooding? Do you relax by brooding? No, I'm. <laughs> I usually tend to just either tend to my uh, weapons or write some stuff in my journal. Other than that, not much. If I'm bored, I'll patrol a bit and then go back to resting. But so you just kind of sit there. Well, I can choose to sit, stand, or lie down. I'm not just sat in a corner, just there. Do, the, do you find the nights take a long time? Oh, hell yeah. Oh. Huh. I have forgotten what day... I, I usually forget what day it is sometimes. It must be pretty nice being able to watch every sunrise, though. Hmm. That makes me really sad. Consequences of death. The long the, the night would be so long. The DM constantly says that, like Sarah's intended to get herself killed. <laughs> well, so uh, come beat as, the uh, shit out of me. <laughs> as uh, as interesting as this conversation is, I am very tired and very hurt, and would like to lie down now. So I will bid you all uh, adieu and good night. Good night. Good night. And she shuffles off. Sarah's keep an eye on her. Um, why? I don't trust her. Neither Did any of us trust her? Well, I don't trust most people who have been, you know, handpicked by the crown to watch us specifically, but. Then why are you complaining? Go watch her. <laughs> because one, I'm not just going to sit there and stare at her the entire night. Because if I continuously just watch her, no, then she's going to mistrust us. Be subtle. Just the imagining whole... this awkward scene of Sarah sitting on the bed in the corner, staring at Captain Prayer, and Captain Prayer waking up, like just kind of staring over, and then that being the rest of the evening, Captain Prayer just kind of tucked up, staring <laughs> over at Sarah, sort of staring back. <laughs> you even flinch. <laughs> Imagine Captain Prayer rolling over, looking at Sarah, staring at, and like, "Are you watching me?" Nope. <laughs> Continue to stare. <clears throat> but anyway, my main point was if we continuously keep an quote keep an quote unquote eye on her, she's gonna get suspicious of us and then it's gonna be something that's gonna blow up in the future. My point is she's in the same room as you. Just 
keep an eye in case she does anything weird. I don't mean fucking stare at the lassie. I mean, like, I don't know, do, do your own I stuff. mean, I think, I think the best thing is for someone to be there so that she can't say, like, pull out a sending stone or something like that. Fine, I'll look out for sending stones, letters that people write on to send words to each other, like the one that Charles ruined. Thank you. <laughs> I love how she had to make the egg. <laughs> yeah, just, just get, just get, get that, uh, that little side sweeping. So well, like our me- trained. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> Riala earns the trains like personalities are running off on Ceres. She is now going to bully Charles for a while. <sighs> oh, Charles! <laughs> what did you ever do to deserve this? <laughs> I don't know. We haven't got that far into the backstory yet. <laughs> I gave what and I, I gave and I gave what did I do to deserve the DM I, gave I don't I know gave I it. found this one sentence in your backstory that's kind of shitty <laughs> I, I gave and I gave and I gave and, this, and the, that one child I murdered still messing up my karma well <laughs> hang on that wasn't me <laughs> ha <laughs> I, mean, I had bad karma before that kid got in the way of the goblin. Fuck you. <laughs> I think that kid got in the way of the bullet. I could have, oh. I could have done worse. It could have been a um, piercing could shot you? instead of dead eye. Why would that have been worse? Because that's penetrating bullet. It would go through the child and hit the goblin. That's a good thing, though. Yeah, at least you would have done <laughs> something else uh, on top of murdering the child. <laughs> Anyway, now that we've managed to turn this back on to Ceres, we'll, we'll let them get about the thing we asked them to do. Ceres <laughs> will now start plotting with Captain Priya. You have made a worse enemy. <laughs> Are we going to go to sleep soon? You can go to sleep whenever you want. We have the rooms now. Yep, just finish up your chicken stew, and then we can go. Don't worry, Citrina, I will finish all of it. I'm going to sit up for just a little bit because I'm I've been flying on the back end eagle most of this day. I'm not super tired. I'm like really sad and worried about my home. Well, they said that it I mean your mother said it was fine and the storms moving the opposite direction. If anything, they're safer than ever. I hope so. Ah, don't worry about it. It'll be fine. Okay, well, good night. Good night. I imagine Riala heads upstairs to bed. Mm-hmm. Yes, I will follow. Good night, Charles. Good night. Uh, Charles is going to sit up for a bit in the. I mean, I assume this place is pretty. Like, how busy is this place? Uh, it's not massively busy. Um, you see some <laughs> rather dirty-looking dwarves and um, halflings and gnomish. Um, people milling around, you imagine, miners. Um, mm. It's not really a celebration night. It's not quite the same as Hapaduk, um, where it's, as soon as tools are down, the party starts. Um, yeah. But it does still have that industrial feel to it. Uh, so Charles is just going to order... Um, I mean, probably, probably just a... <laughs> A mining town does not strike me as a place you get lots of clean water, so probably a, a water dale or something, and sit up for a couple of hours, uh, resuming his writing that he hasn't done for a while. Okay. 
before going to bed. Yeah, we could do that. Oh my god, is it long rest? Ah, uh, it will be. Oh. Um, <laughs> once we get past, what happens next? Oh. Uh, Charles. Yeah. Yeah, you kind of saw this coming. I mean, I mean, a little bit. So, when you finally do lay down to rest, and in fact, actually, all of you, when you lay down to rest, as soon as you hit that quiet moment of you trying to sleep, you hear the distant rumbles of thunder. Just every, every few seconds. Maybe spanning out to 30 seconds apart, but then re regathering um, momentum to every few seconds. It's quite an ominous pressure almost that you feel just with this constant rumbling happening in the silence. Um, but eventually you do all drift to sleep. And Charles, when you drift to sleep, your yep. eyes, they feel like they open. And you're in quite a dark cavern. The, there's jagged stone all around you. And you can see that it, it stems maybe 20 feet uh, ahead of you uh, before it takes a sharp corner. I would like to attempt to look at the ceiling to see if there is, in fact, a uh, beholder. Uh, I, I mean, you, you look up and there's a ceiling above you. Okay, good. Just last time I was underground, it was a beholder. Um, this, this, this cavern is maybe, if you're lucky, 10 feet wide and just about 10 feet high. Okay. Um, if I... If I pat myself, do I have? Do I have? I mean, the first thing I'm feeling for is um, the animus. Uh, the gun is at your side. Yep. Uh, rapier. The rapier is there. And then reaching into the jacket for the dagger. Uh, you don't have to. Because okay. Oh, okay. Uh. So it's all. You didn't realize it at first, but you pat the gun. That's there. You reach for the sword, that's there, but you do so with the same hand, and then you go to the jacket and you're like, wait, it's not there, and then you look at your other hand, and it's in the other hand. It's okay, at that cool. moment, when you realize that it's there, that a flash illuminates the cave, um, and flickers like lightning, and you hear that rumble of thunder, but as, it, as that happens, it's almost like a weird perception thing where you're sure it came from around the corner in front of you, but you look back and it's also flashing from there's like another corner maybe 30 feet behind you, and you're not sure actually which direction it came from. So there's a corner 10 foot ahead of me, and there's another corner 30 foot behind me. Yep. Well, uh, um, I'm I'm going to go with the corridor 30 foot behind me because that seems less obvious and so probably is the right way. So you head for the corner that's 30 feet behind you? Yeah. Um, you get to the corner, it, it immediately 90 degrees right. <clears throat> you turn the corner and start walking and then you yeah. get part way down this corridor and you stop and you look around and the rumble of thunder and flash happen immediately again. Um, and as you as you like stare at the, the, the lights as they flicker and 
you feel that sensation of the rumbling thunder. Make a perception check. That's the wrong one. Six. This is a long habit. You have no idea. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna pull out the animus and then adopt that um, that kind of dagger and pistol stance with the dagger wrist cradling the uh, the gun hand. Okay. And and advance down the corridor because I don't know what's down here, but I'm pretty sure I don't like it. So you you keep going in the direction that you're headed. Uh, you get to the end, and there is a uh, 90 degree left. So I went 90 degrees right. Down another corridor, 90 degrees left. Does it? When the thunder went before, did it seem closer? Nope. Okay. Uh, how far apart is the flash and the thunder? Every few seconds. Uh, I, how how separate? How much time elapses between when I see the flash and when I hear the thunder? Oh, it's immediate. Okay. Cool. Because that is something Charles would be used to counting out on the sea. Yeah. Uh, okay, I guess I'll, I'll look around that left-hand turn. So you peek around. You see another corridor with a dead end at the end. Well, you, it, from your perspective, it looks like a dead end, but there may or may not be a turn at the end. Do I see a source of light in here? No. It, it but just I can see. To be, you can, yeah. It, it's like okay. a strange, just slightly dim light um okay very very akin to when you were given dark vision by citrine okay um i guess i'll i'll approach what looks like a dead end uh so you at first you round that corner left yeah and there is a flash i need you to make a dexterity saving throw i'm gonna die inside my own brain 17. uh nope you get struck um, by this jolt of lightning from the wall beside you. Um, you don't take any damage. You get thrown against the, the opposite wall, um, but you feel this strange surge of power through your hands, your fingers, and through the blade that's in your hand. And then from the corridor further down, you hear the voice. Just a... Uh, <laughs> Welcome then. This would be that part of the deal we made. I mean, ah. still good for you, I suppose. <laughs> uh, it doesn't feel so good, uh, to be honest. Charles, look around, see if you can find the source of the voice. Does it sound outside of my head this time? It sounds like it's echoing around the corridor around you. So, so where is this? Perhaps you should look closely. Charles will examine that section of wall which just uh, zapped him. Make a perception check. Thirteen. Thirteen. Um, I mean, it it looks like dark grey stone, almost almost black. Not not quite black. Um. There's no like burn mark or anything. I mean, is this um, a labyrinth, a maze? Charles is just like ask the air. Almost. You're getting warmer with that thought. <laughs> um, with that perception check, you do see at the end of the hallway or the the cavern that um, you are heading down, just something dark 
pull around the corner. Pull it, pull around the corner like away from me or into the same corridor as me? Away from you, but it's very low to the ground. Uh, I don't have anything else to do. I guess I'll try and follow it. Do you try and follow it? Um, you I'll get to the end up, of that. Certainly go up to that corner. You get to the end of that corridor, and it, it, it does uh, it does it 90 degree. This time, it not quite 180 right. It, it's a very sharp... So like a hairpin sort of thing? Yeah. You're, you're probably looking at like 45 degree angle back on itself. 45 back, so like, like a, a 270 from from drawing sir I, I know what you mean I, I've got it in my head uh, yeah. okay and I don't see whatever it was that, that nipped around the corner uh, no I guess I'll try I'll like quickly approach that that bend and then try and look around it because I don't like I don't want to lose this thing <clears throat> 24 24 this time you make it uh, kind of on edge at this moment you, you see part of the wall kind of spark a little bit and you just kind of get out of the way as this bolt of lightning streaks across the corridor and strikes up the wall. Okay, so I'm not having lots of fun, I'll say as, a, as I approach the, the hairpin turn. Um, Go, aren't you? I'm having so much fun. It's been so long. <laughs> so long since you had Visitors, Charles says he sticks his head around the, the turn. Exactly. So this is where you live. <laughs> um, something is drawing your eyes to the knife. And as you look more closely at the knife, you see those maze-like patterns in the knife are like sparking and flashing around white light. Oh, okay. So, uh, do, what, what, what do I see when I look around that that turn? Uh, there's another long corridor. Um, and just as you start looking, you you reckon maybe 40 feet, um, and you just see almost like a shadow at first, but then it seems liquid-like, that seems to stretch from about 30 feet ahead of you. And this whole thing stretches ten foot to the to this to the end of this corridor, and then disappears around the corner. Uh, can can I attempt to shoot at it as it tries to go around the corner? Because I I have no idea what else to do. Okay, uh, make an attack roll. Ah, uh, this would be a terrible time for the animus to misfire. Well, that's twelve. Not a misfire. So that's twelve. So yep, it doesn't misfire. And what's the breakdown of the damage? Seven piercing and six psychic. You take six points of psychic damage. Okay. So I just like shoot it, see it bust off a wall or something, and then get a headache? Yep. Charles like ra raised the hand holding the animus up to his head. Okay, so this is where you live, and that just hurt me. So uh Is this my is this my head? I mean, <laughs> we're in your dreams, so I suppose it is. <laughs> okay. It's getting louder. Oh. Charles put the gun away then. You uh, see okay. the, the blackness that you saw disappear around the corner, creeps back around the corner towards you. 
Um, you're still right at that um, 45 degree angle, aren't you? Yeah, I am. Uh, you look back the other way and you see more of it coming the other way. Um, and you realize it's not shadow. It's actually some kind of black liquid. Um, uh, okay. A strange ooze. Uh, okay. And as it congregates in either direction. It seems to form up the walls and just kind of build up and build up until there are two large arms and they reach out towards you. Make a dexterity second throw. Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, I want, I, want, I want to just try and drop to the ground out of reach. 19? Nope. Um, I mean, these are two large arms that are taking up most of the corridor and yeah, they both yeah. lunge at you at the same time. Um, you go to duck and they just kind of end up engulfing the top of you. Um, <clears throat> you almost feel like you're drowning, but it's really thick. It's, it's like hard to even breathe in the fluid if you if you like yeah um, try and just like switch like i don't know swim pull my myself like upwards just in that sort of instinct of i can't breathe i need to go up i mean you start doing that and you just feel you're, like your arms getting stuck in whatever this stuff is like it's like a thick tar and you can hear the laughing just getting louder and louder just like <laughs> and then you it's almost like you black out, but you're asleep, which is weird. But <laughs> and you just start getting visions of your hands and like this strange glowing red energy that seemed to form around them. And then the blade appears in your hand, and the gun appears in the other, and you're able to thrust them forwards. And this red energy just flies from you and strikes out at something that's you can't see what it is, and then everything calms down and you're just floating in blackness and the voice creeps in and says <laughs> well then if you keep up your end of the bargain Thera's doom would be proud and you wake up <laughs> I mean I guess Charles will wake up going who? <laughs> and just half jumping out of bed who? <laughs> Because that's probably what he was trying to do while he was in that place. But you all get your long rest. Thank God. What name did they say? Ferris Doom? Ferris Doom. Ferris Doom. Okay. I thought it was like Ferris. Uh, Fer Ferris Doom. And I was like, is that Ferris Bueller's evil twin? Yes, that's exactly what it is. Okay, Not gonna I've lie, when I heard that um, chocolate, I'm assuming it was a wrapper for a chocolate, uh, whatever it was. But I thought, like, dead on, that was fucking uh, just a handful of dice shake. I was going to say, what the fuck's about to happen? <laughs> that oh. Okay, so I did get a long rest, which is good, because I did psychic damage to myself. Um, I mean, since while I'm awake, um, is the dagger still around? It's in your hand. Does it look different? Uh, it doesn't necessarily look different. Does but it feel different? Yeah, you get a strange feeling from it. Um, the more that you think about it, the more that you know that somehow there's more strength to this blade. Oh, okay. Um, pulling out the uh, pulling out the the animus um, and kind of um, unclipping the the pepper box barrels. Uh, 
Are they, is it all still loaded? Well, I mean, the, the five shots and the diamond, or is it um, is one of the shots missing? Uh, it's all still loaded. Okay, so I didn't... I don't have to check for a bullet hole somewhere in this room. <laughs> uh, um, also, Therizdun is spelled T-H-A-R-I-Z-D-U-N. I thought it was two words, to be honest. I was a hundred miles away. Therizdun. Was you inside the I was inside the dagger or inside my brain or both. I don't know. So how, how do I spell that again? T-H-A T-H-A R-I-Z R-I-Z D-U-N D-U-N um, I have a mechanical question for the DM. So when I leveled up yesterday um, uh, my hit points changed to 87. And I've just refreshed my page, and it's jumped from 87 to 92. But I've what not changed what? anything. Uh, like, well, we can definitely look at that. I don't know if... Uh, I mean, it could be that the feet took a bit to jump in, because I took the tough feet, but... Oh, yeah, then that would be that. I didn't expect it to j jump so much. Well, you went from, eight, you went from 87 to 92, right? Yeah. Which means you only increased by five, which wouldn't be enough for the tough feet. Ah, no. So the tough feet hit first. Your level up took a second to hit. Oh, okay. That, well, because what's your con mod? What is my con mod? I assume it's plus one. Uh, plus four. Three. Plus four? Really what did you roll for your hit point dice? Four. Uh, I rolled four. Did you put that in? Yeah, I put that in. So that, But that would have been an eight point increase from the hit dice yeah but it, it takes it takes a second to, to factor that um I don't know, it, sense, it was a, it was a five so it's 32 it's points 16 points from tough um and you have 44 rolled hit points so that all makes sense okay okay cool okay. it's just a sudden change made me a bit so if back back in a new question, if I um look at the dagger and if I just like concentrate on my hands, um can I can I will that red energy? Is that a real thing or is that a dream? Uh you start to will that red energy and you immediately blow a hole in the wardrobe in front of you. Ah! <laughs> Cast uh, Eldritch Blast. Did I hear that? Uh, I mean, the whole fucking thing. I haven't heard it. I'm coming out. Yeah, it's changed right up. Does this does this door have a lock? <laughs> it does. Because if it did have a lock, then Charles definitely locked it. Would I know that that came from his room? Make a perception check. Can I make one too? Or actually, I mean, can I give Riel advantage? I feel like the subsequent show of Charles going ah. <laughs> Probably did it, yeah. Do I need to roll it or not? Yes, roll it anyway. Do I have advantage? Yeah, I was going to say you'd have advantage anyway, but you definitely, definitely have advantage now. <laughs> we'll just give it a sec. 19. But you, you know that that came from Charles' room. And, and as, you, <laughs> as you burst out the door, uh, you see Captain Priya standing in the hallway, like, looking down. What was that? Oh, are you asking Captain Priya, or...? I was just explaining on that. Your door. I'm banging on your door. Oh, I see. Right. 
nothing or something. I don't know. I'm gonna check his door in. Make a strength check. I help her with advantage. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have ten seconds for Charles to unlock the door. No. You could have danger. Sixteen. Nope. No. Uh, I mean, you kick it and it breaks, but it doesn't burst open. Oh. Like, stop kicking the door. I'll open it. Charles will walk over and unlock the are door. Are you are you okay? Yes, I'm fine. But apparently, we don't like furniture. Charles will open the door, looking at the the crack on the outside of it. I'm going to peek in and look at the wardrobe. I'm trying to get in. I'm Charles isn't stopping you coming in because something did right. happen. So. Right, so I'm looking at the. I'm look, I don't I obviously see it. I mean, there's a fucking smoking hole. What in the happened here? <laughs> Uh, well, all I did was I Charles gonna look at his hand and he's gonna stop and he's gonna move. Like, is there a window in the room? Yeah. Charles gonna move over to the window and open it if he can. And make sure his hands are make make sure his hands are pointed out of the window and then um and and then do the same thing as before. You all watch as a red energy forms in his hand. And blasts out of the window. Roll what? a d roll a d twenty. <laughs> I hope I didn't hit anyone. <laughs> <laughs> roll a one then. Nine. Yeah, you don't. It just fires off safely into the distance. What did I just look at? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, um. <coughs> I you mean, don't that's have a, any idea. Make it's it an energy effect. blast. Charles, while Riel was thinking it over, Charles gonna like pull the the, the, the haversack up and pull out the book on education. I think Charles can do magic. Yeah, well, you definitely know it's arcane. Um, but what kind of magic is? You have no idea. Can I check to see if I know what kind of magic? I would say you could roll a religion check. Okay, do. Charles, is there any, how, is there how are you doing that? I just kind of um i had a dream and in the dream this thing grabbed me and then after it grabbed me i saw this red energy in my hands and then when i woke up i just i want to check you know was it a dream or was it real and then apparently it was real so i'm guessing that at some point the child's gonna like just have the Evocation book, open it a, a semi-random page, and put it on the bed and put a hand on it. It's like I'm guessing at some point, reading these books and, and studying all this different kind of magic and being around you guys, I was finally able to um to to will up some magic. Do I believe that that is how that? Well, would hang work? on, hang on, because Citrine rolled a twenty-three in religion and. While that was happening, Charles was explaining what he saw. Uh, so it was a tree. You might have heard of this from maybe your grandmother, um, but there are magics that can be gained from making deals with more powerful beings than yourself. And this so is Charles, that kind of magic. Charles? Y yep. Who did you make the deal with? I mean, I didn't make a, a deal with anyone. What does that mean? This magic, uh, this kind of magic, comes from making a deal with a being that has power. I mean, the only powerful being that 
we've been around has been the Raven Queen. Um, and if he's to be believed, the voice inside my dagger. Okay. Um, did you make a deal with your dagger? I, d I did not make a deal with the dagger, no. Do I believe that? I was going to say, insight checks in the roll for that, please. Just at that point, Sarah just pops in like, what the fuck just happened Eleven. here? <laughs> Uh, Citrine does not. Uh, I would be so suspicious. Viola is a little bit... Maybe, yeah. It's kind of hard to read at the minute, but Citrine sees right through that. Charles? What? I mean, maybe when I went right, well, into... Viola, now Citrine's question. Oh, yeah. Maybe when I went into the pool with the blood, like something with the Raven Queen soaked into Charles, me. Stop. I can tell you're lying. I'm not lying. I did not make a deal with a dagger. You made so then it is whatever's in the dagger. The, the the voice of the dagger that that, that makes that makes sense to me. So who is that? I mean, I've told you their name before. But what uh, are they that to give you magic for deal? I don't know. They just uh, they, they just said they were really strong. Like I, I told you that before as well. They claim to be a really powerful thing in in the dagger. I the name is Dragonzor. Bad idea. Bad idea. I mean, I kind of want to meet Regazor. No, you don't. <laughs> Josh, you're like really serious for a minute. Like, no, you don't. Really? I'm pretty sure I met a bit of of Regazor, and you do not want to meet Regazor. You do a bit of Regazor? Just, just like a hand, or 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 two hands. I don't know how many hands they have, but some of their hands. Charles, you don't want to meet this. To Citrine, or want to meet this thing even more. I realize that it's typically the case. You mean possibly a little voice telling me that I should murder Charles? Like, Charles, like just pause for a minute and listen inside. Um, and Citrine's gonna be the one that laughs. What you actually hear is a heavy sigh. Okay. Citrine's gonna be the one that laughs. Rihanna just looks really sad for Charles. Why did you make that deal, Charles? There wasn't a definite deal, right? I just, I only asked them for some help, and they, they, they wanted something off of me. Obviously, I didn't, I didn't ask them for magic. Like that's not, a, like that's not, a, that's not a deal I made. But you wanted magic. I mean, I wanted to study magic, Charles, and gesture towards the book. I wanted to learn it in the Sorcerer's Academy, like, like wizards do, like apparently people do. I never asked now anything. You, that you could get. Now you have dark magic. Is it dark? Is it dark? What makes it dark compared to your magic, which causes creatures' brains to bleed? Or, or I don't. I just don't. I just feel a bad vibe from the dagger. Uh, don't point to me. I don't think that that da that magic can be bad. I think it's the people that use them that makes them. I, I, I wasn't. I wasn't pointing to you as a way to refute you. Just a demonstration that, from what, from what I've been able to see, as someone who's not had magic for their entire life until now, um, accepting magic items, magic is pretty messed up in general. It's very powerful. There, I don't. I think I, I think I agree with Citrine. I don't think there is a bad magic. I'm not sure that's a good magic either. 
Yeah, I agree with Citroen as well. It's like the same logic of giving someone a gun. It depends on who they're going to point it at. That they but that just through. goes to show that nobody understood what I meant, and it kind of answers my question for me. But as, as for your 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 statement that the dagger has bad vibes, we always knew the dagger had bad vibes. <coughs> like no one was, and I've tried to get rid of the dagger. I I put it in the um, if I throw it away, but if I throw it away, it comes back to me. Um, handy in some situations, very frustrating in others, it turns out. Can I, I try? Rihanna just gonna shrug and leave me like, hope it's worth it. See, Riala, this is your biggest problem. Whenever you don't like what's happening or you don't feel like it's about you anymore, you want to leave or blame other people. I'm I mean, it's not. I just wanted to go and get food. Yes, keep arguing. <laughs> I don't want to have the conversation anymore because we've got shit to do. Um, can I gauge Captain Priya's reaction uh, throughout this conversation? Uh, I mean, it's pretty blatant. She's very concerned. Whatever it is, so far, I can just do a blast of energy at, when I want to, when I choose to. That's not so different from okay. from Treat or, or Riala, and it's not that different from Ceres or Caprio. Yeah. Um, so, two things. Hey, one, what? I'm just going to need to take... With your musket. Oh. Um, <laughs> I was about to say, like, I'm not magical. Okay, so, um, one, we're just going to need to take... This one step at a time and see how it goes. Um, if you're fine with it, then we can't really have much of an, a problem with it. But if there's ever a time when you don't, you you don't be fine and uh, you stop being fine with it, um, we, we will help you figure that out as well. Um, and secondly, uh, we both owe rep reparations to uh, the the people that own this place <laughs> you for the wardrobe me for the door yeah that's true i was gonna like, remember window. that part of his dream where he well i opened the window like i oh, it's no, not uh charles gonna like remember in his dream he he just fired a blast and look up at the ceiling like did he actually do that or was that just the dream that was just the dream <clears throat> okay i am going to go join rihanna sarah's okay, gonna wait Riala? a moment Obviously, um, uh, Sarah's is gonna like look at Charles to see what his expression is. Charles, what is your expression? Mm. Charles, Charles is a uh, is probably a mix of. His <sighs> two big his two biggest emotions right now are frustration, like sort of like stress, um, and. And probably kind of like, I don't know what the word for it is, Al almost like satisfaction or um, like, like he's got an expression on his face, like he has achieved something he has very much wanted to for a long time, but he's not done it in the way he wanted and the people around him have not received it in the way he wanted them to. It's a bittersweet thing, but also I mean, it's, yeah, essentially, it's like he, it, this is like, it's a kind of careful what you wish for kind of vibe. Like he got it, but um, it it might have cost him a lot. So I was gonna walk up to Charles and just uh, put a hand on the shoulder and just uh, ignore them. They'll come around to it at one point, and if it does, as Sarah, as the train says, that it gets bad, 
we are here. You are still you. It's not the dagger. Is, is Sarah's way to tell it's just the two of them? Yeah. Charles is going to like look, look at the door for a moment to kind of make sure no one's still hanging around doing this. Even if it gets bad, I don't think we can. I don't think we can undo it. And Charles going to step over at the door and close it. Right, you. Riala's uh, too unpredictable, and Citrine, well, Citrine's unpredictable in a different way. But I know that you will appreciate why I did this, and why it means we can't undo it. I can't deal... understand why when it happened but yeah the if we undo it it might kill Citrine with what Riala's going through at the minute I I think there was more the scales were tipped in one direction so with Riala's new role and the fact that she can't be revived and she doesn't have a chance to come back she only goes to the afterlife now I think it the might... scales tip towards more Riala's side of things. If we undo your thing, the the pact won't just immediately kill her off. I don't think that'll happen. I mean, you might be right, but if um, until we're 100% certain of that, which I'm not, then it's not something I'm willing to put at risk. And that's okay, then. At, and, the, at, the, at the end of the day, it is your choice. And, and I do really it that choice. It doesn't feel dangerous. It feels like something I can. It feels like something I can control. And Charles is going to um, do, mimic an action that he has seen Riala do on numerous occasions. Um, and as he, I, I make the gesture towards um, towards the bed. And as he does so, this. Um, I, I meant to sound test this before we went into recording, so I won't use it. Um, as, as, as he makes the gesture towards the bed, he'll speak the word um, "crap" and cast prestidigitation to to tidy the bed. Uh, Sarah, she watches the bed neatens itself and the, the sheets turn clean. Sarah's <laughs> gonna walk over, crouch down. He's like, "Oh shit! I'm kind of proud of you a little bit." <laughs> I have been, like, I may have got this this final kick from a deal, but I've been studying everyone's magic for a while. Like I said... And by the way... Uh, <coughs> well, like you said, uh, like I said, you made your own choice, and I understand why you made that choice. And getting used to things, I'm kind of an expert at that point. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I can appreciate. Oh, sorry, that. Like I said before in the alley, I'm always here. And Sarah walks towards the door. And like, you coming? Uh, yeah. I just get my stuff together. Charles like, put the book back in the in the bag and get the rest of the gear together and um, begin trying to figure out how much a wardrobe and a and a door costs. <laughs> Um, can I just say, I am very resentful, right? Because Citrine's not done anything to suggest that this is bad. Sorry, Citrine wasn't there. Yeah, I know. He's a player. He's a player. You're judging my character. No, Charles said that Citrine is unpredictable, which Citrine definitely is. 
Yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't know exactly how you react. That's that's his only observation. Real is a different kind of unpredictable. Anyway. <clears throat> okay. So. Riala. Yeah. Trine is downstairs with Riala, uh, and shortly after, Captain Priya also comes downstairs. Riala, are you okay? I'm fine. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Well, you sit there for a minute, and I'm going to do your hair. Oh yes, he did say that he wanted to do that. Yes. So I'm going to braid the jewellery into our hair and put the comb up at the top of our braid, to the base of our head. But I have to do another mini now. (laughs) (laughs) I have to resend that commission stuff now. (laughs) It's it's in the back of your head, okay? Anyway. Um... As you're doing that, uh, you watch as Captain Priya heads out of the tavern. I will follow her. After. <laughs> Dragon <laughs> Ow, ow, ow. You've got to make sure I pull it really tight. Uh, why are we outside? Just getting it really tight. <laughs> Looking for the perfect flower to put in it. Ah! I'm just thinking now, like, probably like a like, old movie spy thing where it's like Capriya walking around and it's just someone sitting there with a newspaper. The newspaper drops, it's just Riala having her hair done by Satrine and they're just following her. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, it takes you a little while to uh, braid Riala's hair as there is a lot of it. Um, and by the time you are done that, uh, I imagine Charles and Sarah are coming down the stairs. Probably. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know. If, I don't know if there was a conversation that Supreme wanted to happen before we got there. No, I just wanted to make sure that Riel is all right. But if she doesn't want to talk about it, that's fine. I'm just in her hair. Um, okay. But if they're coming down, I'm going to go. Psst, psst. Used to. Uh huh. Um, Captain yeah. Priya went off on her own. Okay. Okay. Uh, which way did she go? Uh, the door. After that. You have no idea. Is is there a window in this room? Uh, there is not. Damn. One moment. Saris is going to walk to the door. <laughs> so Saris walks to the door. Opens it, steps outside. Well, opens it and then peeks out, looks left and right to see if Priya is still in with visible distance. Uh, you actually see Priya heading back towards you um, with a number of horses. Oh, that's where you got up to. I mean, she's a little ways away at the, at the moment. Oh, that's what I got off there! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sarah's will peek, back, peek her head back in. She was just getting the horses. So, a couple of moments later, um, Captain Priya does come inside. Uh, not with the horses. <clears throat> but, um, and comes to collect you guys, essentially. So, uh, we should probably head off now, no? The, uh, the storm has definitely spread. I can see it on the horizon. Uh, Priya, quick question. Are you getting paid separately, or are you getting a cut of what we were given? Uh, getting paid? I mean, I am still a captain of the Righteous Brand. I am being paid. I, I, I... Okay, well, I hope you don't take this personally, because this is kind of our only income. No, 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 no. Is that, uh, is that 4,000 gold that you uh, dealt with? Uh, with the Martinets, that is yours. Uh, I do not want that. 
I wonder okay. if we should actually be funneling our adventure prizes through the embassy as declarable income and then everyone take their shares of wage to avoid tax. Does Charles evasion. You, you and Pontus as Charles doesn't really understand tax. No. Not not really been a huge thing that he's seen before. He knows that you pay certain fees and docks and, and money to bureaucrats when you trade, but he doesn't really know what tax is in depth. <laughs> Yeah, Nathan, I've been wondering this for a while. Is that a mullet? Uh, yes, no. it is. Oh, okay. is it? I Official it canon, DM has a mullet. Fan <laughs> <laughs> art, please. I want the very first fan art to be of your mullet. Who <laughs> 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 done the mullet, though? Yeah, uh, mullet as it as <laughs> as applied by our very good. Uh, Creative director. Lockdown hairdresser. Lockdown hairdresser. <laughs> uh, I did just grow it out. See, that's one of the reasons I did my little experiment of growing my hair out as well, but then I was like, you know what? I like my hair long now. <laughs> anyway, uh, as the DM has the chocolate stolen away from him as he reaches for him. <laughs> Playing some dangerous games there, Lee. Stealing the chocolate <laughs> from the DM isn't going to play out well for us. <laughs> As, as, we're, as we're getting ready, um, Charles is going to. Uh, but hey, hey, Riala. What? Do you want? Do you want to see something that I learned from you? Is it another personal attack? Nope. I'm going to put an arm around Riala and an arm around Charles, and just say, <laughs> "So what is it, Charles?" Okay, so. First, I need to do this, and Charles is going to like just reach onto the table and take um, a dirty spoon from from uh, a hot beverage or that's in in some grease or something, yeah. and then just like <laughs> just like really suddenly chest pat it to Riala. Like, Catch! What are you doing? Okay, watch, watch. It's Charles like draws attention to the the grease stain on Riala's outfit. Okay, watch, watch. So it's another attack. <laughs> it's not a personal attack. It's not, it's not your observation like of personality. It's just staining your clothes. Um, Real is really thinking about polymorphing him. Char Charles will... Okay, so this, this is what I learned from you. Uh, Charles will once again mimic uh, Real's hand motion. Is Karat! And clean the grease off. Uh, as press the digitization happens, and your clothes are clean. Well, at least it's not just me that can clean our clothes now. It's you, me, and the bath lady house. Bath house lady. Bath lady house? <laughs> bath lady house, where you get all the bath ladies. Yep. That's a very different kind of establishment. <laughs> That's where Hugo ran off to. <laughs> um, Probably. So, uh, Charles, uh, wait, fuck, sorry. Sorry. For saying my name. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Bells. I have mending. I'm just going to mend the door in the wardrobe. Yeah, it'll take you a little while, but yeah. Yeah, okay. I think Jigsaw. it's really cool that you can do that anyway, Charles. Well, I... This may be all related to some sort of... Uh, some sort of deal, but I did genuinely study, uh, you know every time all of you cast spells while well, I can see and 
Uh, and, you know, I don't have those books just to have them. I never thought that at all once. I thought that you would study and learn magic. That's, that's what I did. To an just... extent. When, after I finished mending the door in the wardrobe, I'm going to come back down and say, Charles, you owe me five gold. Um, no. No, that's, you You kind of have to agree to that beforehand, not after you've done the job. Okay, I'm go, going to go back up and break the wardrobe again. I thought you were talking about the door. I was going to say, you kick the door. I mean, if you break it, I think that means you owe the money this time. Nope, nope. I just put it back to its original state. I mean, can can you do that? Do you have do you have that spell? How come you've never used that spell? Because I don't like it. Can I roll an insight? I don't know if she knows this spell. Uh, yep. I don't. I don't know. It's unique. <clears throat> Wait. So Hugo is inciting whether she has the spell. Is like, are you actually just going up there with a hammer ah, and nail? Ah, ah. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, I'm saying, ah, it's because I still beat the trains five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you totally don't believe it. No, no you can't. Charles so just shouts as the train moves away. It's my special spell. Okay, so how about this, Charles? How about I'm not blasting it again. Um, no. Uh, so, oh, I'll go back up and mend the wardrobe again. <laughs> Did you go and break it already? <laughs> it's at this point that uh, Captain Prayer is like, um, there is some kind of world-ending storm spreading through the the Empire. Should we not be, you know, expedient? I'm just waiting for this everybody to stop messing around. <laughs> does this happen often? Yes, it does. I see. Right. I mean, world ending sounds a bit dramatic. Well, have you ever seen anything like that? Well, we don't know how. We all, all we know is there's a storm on the horizon. It could have moved. It doesn't. It's not necessarily spread. I know that it is really easy for people to be blasé about this, but it is so close to my home that I find it to be quite urgent, actually. I I, I would very like to set off now, if uh, that is okay with all of you. Satrine's so still up in the bedroom. <laughs> I mean, as soon as Satrine is back. Okay. So, moments later, Satrine returns, having remended again the wardrobe. <clears throat> oh, good. So, are we, are we ready now? Yes. Excellent. Out of character question Did Satrine actually go back, go up there, mend it, break it again, and then try to bribe? Charles. Bribe, blackmail, extort. Um, so you follow Captain Priya outside. She has acquired five horses, uh, and they are good riding horses. <clears throat> you do not get a war horse. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Is Sarah's going to make clearly? That was a throwback like... joke. Oh, I get it. And another throwback joke. Sarah's going to make back. perfectly clear. I do not want anyone looking at the um, stables. We are not stealing a warhorse. I will shoot anyone who tries. I'm sorry, what? Nothing. None of your concern. <laughs> she's talking stupid. Oh, let's go. Okay. So I choose you, this one. You choose a horse. Yep. Um, 
They are actually all um, all brown. They are all uniform because that's what you would normally probably pick. So uh, you guys are heading in the general direction of Allfield, which will take you. I mean, if you push it, you could probably squeeze it into two and a half days, maybe suffering exhaustion on one of them, Ooh. or three days. Three days. Okay. So I will need three d20 rolls. Uh, oh wait, no. uh, sorry. Very quickly, retroactively. Um, well, whilst the train was fixing the wardrobe, uh, can I buy rations at this inn? <gasps> Can I? You can. <laughs> oh I my will god. Work out otherwise. Oh, was lucky you fake. remember that. <laughs> god. <laughs> um, Some perks to being dead and not needing the stuff. <laughs> how, how, how much does 10 rations cost? <laughs> uh, 10 rations would cost 5 gold pieces. Yep. I'll buy myself 10 rations. I'm also doing that. Okay. Did you say 5? Five? 5 gold pieces for 10 rations. Did someone maybe buy me some rations? What happened to your money? No, because I'm still fixing the bloody wardrobe. You're doing this while I'm fixing the wardrobe. I've got 15 now. You can have some of mine. Okay. If we run out, I can forage. I mean, I've still got four left. Yeah, I mean, no, Sabrina's sorry, been living left. on uh, Sarah's rations. The fucking um, weight, and I keep on mixing up the numbers between the um, value and the the um, quantity. Okay. <clears throat> so, day one, I require a d20 roll from... Oh no, he's picking. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, and because you complain, you can roll it. No, he's more <laughs> of a worried, oh no, he's picking. Because <laughs> I knew you are going to go for me. Well, you shouldn't have said anything. I was going to go for Charles, but then you spoke. <laughs> Seven. Seven. Uh, I require perception check from two people. I'll do one. But for the first time in a while, Charles is probably not reading while traveling. Can I help him with um, to give him advantage? It doesn't matter. I mean, it, wouldn't, uh, it wouldn't matter. Never mind. I'll do the other one. <clears throat> perception. So, 24. With, with that, I will say that as you start rounding part of the forest, uh, even though there are hill, like there's quite a lot of hills to the south, and you're just skirting along the edge of them, you can see that this storm, it didn't move, it has spread. Shit. So it's still where it originally was over the thing? It, you can see that from where you are right now, you can see it off to almost due south, but it has spread from where you first saw it last night over towards Rossmore. Reality. It's, it's but you saw where the, it was spreading it's from. It's still over the gorge as the well. The wine gorge, right, yeah. What? What? Did you, did you bring the sending stone that connects to your dad? No. Okay. The, 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 um, the embassy. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's just a rock, so I thought maybe you brought it. It's fine. Um, cause Who do you want me to message my dad? Well, anyone in that city, really, because now that we know it's spreading and not just moving, it's spreading north, but what if it's also started to spread south? Because it's further now than it was before. What do I say to him if it is spreading? Like, what device do I, should we give? 
I don't know. Leave? Well, I'm going to message my dad. Um, tell him to head south and also tell him that if he's going to respond that he's only like 25 words. I don't think I can say all of this. <laughs> it was the mother that didn't figure that out. He must know, oh. surely. <laughs> Papa, please let me know if the storm is spreading south because it is spreading north. If so, get people out of there. There's a pause. Uh, and then the response. Riala, it is good to hear your voice. Uh, we saw the flash, uh, the flash last night. Your mother was worried, but it is not spread this way yet. Is it? He said it's not spread that way yet. Okay. If it's only spreading north, if it starts at the border and it's only spreading north, then the the only reason I can think that you'd want to do that is to isolate the empire so that people couldn't come in or out. I mean, no one's getting across the Jorhas border, not easily, so they probably wouldn't bother doing anything there. Uh, Charles just awkwardly trying to unfold the map while walking back of a horse. Does anyone know anyone around Prize Call or Rosa? I think that's mm. a no. no There's no. a salt little bog. Do you know anyone in the bog, Satri? Ah, <laughs> uh, maybe. Okay, that's actually way more than I was hoping for. Uh, the DM will say probably not. Okay. Okay, so we don't know anyone. Does Rihanna up- have anyone in wherever he just said? Uh, you're talking about the the Western Zemni Fields, yeah? Yeah, basically, I, I've 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 picked out two um, settlements that Charles can see on the map. No, yeah, you wouldn't know anybody up that general direction. Okay, that's a shame. Because if we did, we could find out if someone was doing the same thing on that mountain pass. Because if they were doing it on the mountain pass, and from the north the empire is shut off by the cursed woods, it's at war in the east. So if the storm was in the south and the west, and that might support the idea that whoever it is wants the border closed. We 100% know here that this is magic, though, right? Yeah, no. No way in hell that's a natural storm. Even at sea, I never saw a storm this big. I never see anything like this whilst living in the Kadrana, so... You would know that right now it is typhoon season. But that that's not... I would just know. And we need to stop it. Hopefully we can find out whatever's causing it as we get closer. <clears throat> okay. Uh, day two. Charles, I would like a d20 roll. Everybody can drop one ration. Okay. Um, overnight, Charles would like to... Um, just sitting trying to like explore his... Um, his new abilities, as it were. Um, essentially, I would like to... I think I can only do this with one item. I've never been a Hexblade before, so I don't really know. Uh, I I know I can, like, make a weapon appear and disappear. Is it just the one I can do that with? You essentially attune to a packed weapon. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
but I can also like that lets me disappear and summon it, right? Yeah, so you can literally just it will disappear into your hand, like not like into your hand, but you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, and you yeah. can form it into your hand at will. Okay, so Charles probably spent that evening practicing disappearing and summoning the dagger, because that is almost certainly going to be the pack. Well, I mean that is quite obviously the packed weapon. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And after after not that long of trying, you quite quickly perfect being able to retract and summon the um, blade of broken mirrors. If if asked about it, he will he will muse on um, that. It's really weird. It's like it's. It's like, I have absolutely no idea how to do this, but I know exactly how to do this. I feel like that is just magic in general. <laughs> I mean, like, generally you must have an... Like, at some point you learned how, how a spell worked. You had to study a spell, right? Well, like, in the books, at least, even if, if we take it wizard's way around, the way I had to start... Not all like, of my magic has come from studying... But generally, everything I've read has talked about how you ha like the certain things you have to do. But I've never read about how to do this. And Charles like throws the dagger in the air, and it and it just vanishes. This is what happens when you gain the magical ability. You just know. It's pretty weird. You'll get used to it. So a four. It's four. A dream. Yeah. I need you to roll a d six. God. Fuck you, Ewan. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is just going to get you to level up faster. You should be thanking it's me. Not. Yeah, it is. That's what encounters do. Get experience points. Okay. Um. Okay. Uh, Riala, I need a D4. Is this encounter list spark? I was half expecting that D5 to be followed up by you, that D6 to be like, hmm, okay, you get hit by five of the Beholder layers. <laughs> uh, well, the, 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 D, the, the D20 determined whether or not there would be an encounter. The D6 determined what encounter that would be. Right. Uh, and because of the D6, the D4 determined whether or not you would gain or not gain something before that. Okay. Um... Yay. I would like uh, somebody to do a perception check. I'll do it. Captain's is she good at this? The captain's perception is yeah, not too bad actually. Not 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 quite to Riala's level, but no, Riala. I always forget Riala's super high perception. Um, it's. Later on into, not the evening, but as it's starting to get dark, um, where the light is dim, but not, the visibility is still okay. Um, when there is a strange flapping noise. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and you look ahead, <clears throat> sorry, you look ahead of you. Is this me? Just me? Well, you're, you're the one that's keeping you watch right, right, as right. you travel. Right. Um, as a number of 
blackbirds seem to land and congregate on the road ahead. As you approach, the blackbirds seem to gather together. Bold of you to assume I'd approach it. <laughs> no, they're, they're ahead of you in the road. You're heading in that direction. Oh, we're traveling. I thought we'd stopped. No, no, no. Obviously, I'm tripping, so... <laughs> shouldn't have made the perception check. <laughs> um... Right, I'm I'm there now. I'm with you. So it's not it's not quite gone to a time where you were bed down. So right, okay. You're still trapped. Um, could I get a marching order actually? Um, with Riala at the front because you're I'll be there. at the front with Riala. Okay. Yeah, I'll go after the train. I guess Charles will be at the back with the cat. Okay. Um, the. Blackbirds seem to all gather together for a moment um, when something unexpected happens. <laughs> the the form of black mass of birds on the floor suddenly shoot up in the shape of a dress and you see a female figure. Would I immediately think that that was to do with me? You would probably immediately think that, yes. Um, Rihanna's got PTSD. But you actually see long, thick, red hair. Do I know who it is? Because Lee knows who it is. She appeared to you in a dream. It's promotion for the first dream! I mean, but by right, of mission. <laughs> but this hair is curly, not straight. Still thick, with very long ears. Right, so not the dream. Not Belladonna. Um... The form slowly turns towards you and you see a very elven set of features except the skin is pale to the point of white. The the deep auburn hair curls and kind of drifts and waves and it gets darker and almost joins the long dress that's draped across this female form. And there is a small uh, like a, a light chuckling that you can hear in the proximity. It kind of reminds you of the laughter that you heard from a very similar creature with a different uh, colour palette. What what time of day is it? Uh, it's like dusk. <clears throat> like the... But we're, we're still like in sunlight. The, like the dragon woman things. You, yeah, you're still in sunlight. <clears throat> You can still see. Yeah. Um, and as you get a, a little closer, I, I imagine slowing up slightly, um, yeah. she throws out her arms and the dress goes with it as her form expands into a huge black dragon form and takes off, rushing past you on one side. And then circling back around. Um, and I'm going to load you into the map. Um, Charles is going to pull the pistol out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I imagine so. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. <clears throat> uh, pretend that's black. And <clears throat> uh, flying. Imagination. <clears throat> How high it is, it's currently 40 feet up. Okay. And it is descending at an angle to do almost a flyby. 
Yeah. I just yeah. watch. Yeah. I mean, I don't. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want. I want to hold an Eldritch Blast for if it uses a breath weapon. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> and in the same vein, um, can I just try and move us out of this rough line shape? Um, and I essentially just kind of want to move. Well, back we'll, here, we'll back see. We'll see where you. We'll see where you get with the initiative. Okay. Uh, I will say that you can you can ready an you, you could ready an action, but that would all you get. Okay, cool. Then I've I've ready the Eldritch Blast. Because like there there was a bit of a panic moment as you saw it fly past you, and I will say that you readied an attack for that, and as it came back round the other way, it, yeah, it's not not quick enough for you. Uh, you're not quick enough to do both. Okay. Quest, just question. Would we rather have seen any dinosaurs? No. <laughs> In a book. <laughs> Ironically, if I've understood where dinosaurs come from, Charles is probably the closest one to have ever seen one. Charles is probably the closest one to ever having seen one, yes. I don't think he actually has seen one, but I think he's gotten the closest without realising it. Oh, are we supposed to roll initiative? Yes. Sorry. I mean, <laughs> unless you want to just stand there and take it. <laughs> What if Riala's actually got PTSD? Can I use my reaction before we start to shout something? I would have said you would have to say this that beyond uh, before this point. Um, I feel like this could be really sad. Hey Google, play Despacito. <laughs> uh, I like so. it. <laughs> It didn't play Despacito, it played reacts, relaxing piano music on Spotify. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, that's not bad that. Oh, uh, so, 25 to 20. Uh, 23. 21. Ooh. Wow, Sarah, she... Oh, natural 20s. Like, yeah, oof. two natural 20s. Uh, that is then uh, 20 to 15. 15 yes, to it 10. is. Shit. 12. Thirteen. Uh, Sorry, I was reading. Riala, what is your deck score? Sixteen. Okay. <laughs> I personally don't see why Riala can't turn into this. <laughs> Riala should probably be quiet. <laughs> Riala is quiet. Lee's talking. Well, see, once the round starts, can I use my reaction? Uh, I mean, yeah, technically. Mm. Uh, so it's Sarah's turn, but uh, Citrine, what is your reaction that you want to use? Don't hurt it. I want to talk to it first. <laughs> Sarah, it's your turn. I like being able to see your face now. <laughs> Sarah's is going to just sigh with the just like... <laughs> And I'm going to shoot it with a fireball round. Ceres! Alright, Hugo. Fuck you, we aren't petting everything. I don't want to pet it, it's an intelligent... 20, fuck you. <laughs> I'm rolling fireball. Uh, I mean, the fireball heads towards the creature and goes off. Uh, I mean, it got a 6 on its X save. 22 so fire damage. <laughs> yep. 
Let me just check a thing. This is where it's a beautifier. <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> funny you should say that, because it actually is. Fuck. <laughs> it's not a red one, though. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it isn't necessarily a red one, no. Kind of. Maybe. <clears throat> you can't see me, but I'm giving you eyes of fucking... Okay. 23 on that second shot. Eight piercing. I mean, the 23 does hit, and it does take eight piercing. Uh, seems though I have all of my movement left, I'm going to move... Uh... You are on a horse. Well, so I get double movement, I'm assuming, or whatever. I mean, no. I don't know. 30 feet. Yeah. No, 40 feet with, with this particular kind of horse, sorry. If you move the horse. <laughs> okay. That's my turn. The dream. You're up. I'm going to run in between the party and the dragon and be like, Whoa! Let's not jump to violence! And then I'm going to, like, glare at Ceres and then turn around to the dragon and be like, Can we just talk, please? I really would like to talk to you. Uh, where do you move yourself? Because I didn't see you move. I am going to move... Bearing in mind it's 40 feet in the air. 15, 20, 25. There. No, Cyrus, don't take another shot. I will body block it. Cyrus lifts musket up a little bit. <laughs> uh, is that your whole turn? Um, I'm, I, I'm still... I'm just going to spend my turn trying to convince it to talk to us. Oh. Like, don't oh, okay. you have a sister? I think we've met her. Uh, you you say that out loud, and you, you seem to catch his attention. Titania? Rihanna, oh. it's your turn. <clears throat> Rihanna's stuck, frozen, staring into space. Okay. Uh, and that's your whole turn? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, so it was diving to do a run past the whole party. Um, having seen this shift, it is going to change its course slightly and land approximately here. Uh, it's going to place a little bit more that way. <coughs> As oh, it raises Citrine, look at that. <coughs> it, it approaches Citrine, it raises its shoulder, and just in this really strange, deep voice, as, it's, as it opens its mouth, you see a glow from inside its mouth, um, looking more closely at its wings and its body. Uh, you seem to see what look like shadows just drifting off of the wings and the tail and the claws as it speaks and says, That name! You never mention her again! Oh, so you know her! Uh, okay, I will never, I'll never, I'll never bring her up again, but please I can we talk? Require uh, a dexterity saving throw from the following. Uh, that will be Citrine, Ceres, Charles, and Captain Priya. Is it? Uh, is this a? Is this a breath weapon? Yes, it is. You can take um, your Eldritch Blast. So I, as it as it says this, and then I sort of it just as like, <gasps> in preparation, yeah. uh, Charles is uh, is going to call it Sublam, and for the first time, Sublime. actually, Sublam. Sublam. 
So oh, Blair. I thought it was like Kablam or so. Well, that's canon. I heard Kablam. which before everyone else continues to make fun of it, is a real word in Romanian, which means blasting. Am I the only oh. one that heard Sablair, though, the way he actually said it? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I've heard it that way, way, but then I heard the rest of what everybody else said. Who, who am I to tell people they shouldn't have fun? Um, I don't think Sarah said to make one. I thought it was Charles Citrine and so, Captain Priya. Nope, no, uh, Charles was in there as well. So for the first time, Charles is going to use his Eldritch Blast at full tilt, which means he gets two shots. Uh, the first one hits, the second one just glances off of the, uh, <laughs> the scaly... <laughs> Outside. Imagine the first one, which came out and dealt maximum damage of 10 force damage, half knocked him off the horse. The second one just went into the sky. <laughs> 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 He's um, learning. <laughs> I, ooh, Captain uh, Priya also failed. I will say uh, that you should also roll dexterity saves for your horses. Um, I will let you know what that should be. Oh no, I've left my horse back here. I mean, if you left your horse back there, it still needs to make a dexterity saving throw. What, next to me? Yeah. Okay. My horse saved, but I didn't. Yeah, you are just outside of the line. My horse is next to me. And you are just outside of the line. What? So Charles got a nine. That doesn't make any sense. If I now measure this... Citrine was standing here. see what I mean. The line emanates this way. Oh, Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, Wait, what's the cone? Yeah, I cried. Sir, it's not a cone, it's a line. Oh, it's a line. So no, no, no. Yeah, it is a cone. Oh, is it? Sorry. Yeah, and it just gets Ceres as well. Oh, sorry, just because you were saying oh, that this is a cone. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, Rihanna's blackout just saved it, her. Is it a riding horse? Oh, my, my, my horse got 20. Natural 20. <laughs> the horse gets a natural 20. We'll see how oh, that matters in a minute. Is it a riding, riding horse? Thank you. Like I just said, my horse saved, but I didn't. <laughs> okay, so Charles I'm got on the horse. Uh, actually, Charles... your horse did not save. Didn't Char- it? Damn. Charles got a nine, and Stormhoof got a ten. Okay. Uh, what is it? Is it, is it a straight roll, is it? Yeah, Priya's horse got a one. Priya's horse is not paying attention. <clears throat> so, uh, everybody... If, if you're a horse what? and not paying attention to a dragon, you get what you deserve. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Prius horse is dumb. Um, so everybody but Satrine's horse uh, take the following. Does this does this mean all the people on the horse take this as well? Yes. Okay. Cool. God. Uh, feeling nervous. Oh, that's a lot fifty-four of points of necrotic damage. Oh um, my god! Ceres, you are resistant. Yeah. Well, the horse is dead. <laughs> I, I mean, all of the horses but Riala's are dead. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> as Thunderhoof collapses underneath Charles, Charles is also unconscious because that <laughs> he only has 52 hit points. So Thunderhoof goes out and Charles just goes down underneath them. So, trying to do math here, how much is that half? I can't uncanny dodge that either, can I? Because that's only attack rolls. I'd take 27 hit points. Pure rogue and got evasion. Yeah, evasion would have helped you here. That is right, Nathan. Before I do this, that's 27 damage instead of 54. Uh, yes. Uh. I can't actually handle the stress. Don't know the when, an attacker, <laughs> when an attacker that can see hits you with an attack, uh, 
you can use your, yeah, this, that's got to be an attack roll, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm out. Okay. Uh, that's the end of the dragon's turn. Uh, it would now be Charles's turn. It's on fire. It was shadowy flames. It necrotic. The, I, you knows what this is. Charles has. Well, Charles is not there. Charles doesn't even know what the hell him. Uh, I was sitting there, like, going, I'm waiting for Nathan to say what the actual. Can someone. That, can we please let Nathan talk? Because his face is making me so nervous. Like, I feel sick. Um, so. <laughs> at the beginning of Charles's turn. Um. <laughs> You stand up, but not as yourself. As a shadow forms where Charles is used to stand. But he's not dead. Ah, I might be dead, though. This isn't another Sarah Can I retroactively use my reaction? I, I hate the way that Nathan keeps looking at me. I, I'm so annoyed. Can I say what <laughs> I was going to say? Can I retroactively use my reaction? No, no please don't raise me. Can anyway. raise me? Question. No, I was going to do that. I was going to do gentle repose. Is this Doesn't a Megastera situation? Yeah. Oh my okay. fucking god. Okay. At, at the so, beginning so, of everyone else's turn, that would turn. For 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 the clarity of my mind, particularly because I can't see the map anymore, um, Charles goes out <laughs> under the horse, and then Charles's body stands back up, wreathed in shadow. Is that right? No. Um, Charles's a shadow stands up from Charles's body. Okay, cool. Just uh, just so I had that clear in my mind. Okay, cool. Um, I mean, ignore that death save. It was a two anyway. Um, as I guess Charles' soul literally just leaves his fucking body. Can I, like, retroactively do cutting words? Technically. Because I'm pretty sure that would have snapped her out of that. You can use cutting words. And I imagine you're using it on the damage towards Charles. <laughs> Yeah, let me just reread how the fuck this works. You can roll your inspiration die and use that to reduce the damage taken by a creature within 30 feet of you. So I just rolled a d8. Yep. We need it reduced by three. Is that wrong? Oh, I hate how long this takes. <laughs> you know, you can roll it in the thing, though. You don't have to click through from beyond. I think her roll 20 is what's being slow. I stopped seeing it, and I'm dying. <laughs> he gave me an actual dice. <laughs> More specifically, I gave you a Vaxel Darn dice. Is it ironic? Four. Charles is up. That. Yep, and Charles has two hit points. Um. <laughs> Incredibly lenient of you. It was. was. Please, please, just don't say anything. What <laughs> happened? <laughs> I mean, Charles is not looking so hot. But... Me and this dice, yeah. <laughs> I imagine Charles is still on the ground under the horse. <laughs> having, the horse. Having, having a mild conniption as well. <laughs> That dice roll was meant to be because it didn't actually roll anything on here. Yeah, it still so it didn't up. fucking work. It'll come up in a minute, it'll be one or something like that. <laughs> but that was the first dice roll that I saw, so that's what we used. I'm pretty sure that would have come up by now. Or maybe it, I didn't it actually click. Probably not because I'm shaking. 
<clears throat> no, no, it has not popped up. <laughs> um, so Charles, it's actually now your turn. I'm basically you yourself. Ah, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and take one of my potion of greater healing because I do still have those. Please move the horse off yourself. That's uh, that's 15 points of healing. I can't, I can't take a hit from this thing. I'm sure of it. I wish the horses were alive because my instinct now is to run away from this because I really don't feel like we can cope. Uh, um, uh, I am going to pull my leg out from under the horse and stand up. Yeah, the horse is very dead. Um, I want to avoid the horses aren't humanoid. Yeah. Um, um, I kind of want to stay doing this till I tested the. The, the the sound thing, but I feel like we really fucking need it. So, oh, uh, is this just gonna give me more anxiety? We'll find out. Um, so Charles gonna stand up and taking the dagger in hand, um, hold it in, hold it in front of himself, and um, in a in a voice which is two voices. Um, I need the I, I need this dragon to make. A wisdom saving throw. Oh. Uh, DC 15. That's a 14. As, as Charles holds out the dagger towards it, and in the in in that nested voice, Terroir. And as as the the arcane. Uh, or the Eldritch forces, I guess, or whatever kind of magic is, I don't know, uh, reaches out against the... Um, the re reaches out from the dagger, it strikes into the mind of the dragon and manifests their deepest fear. Um, they are frightened. Um, and at the end of each of their turns, they must save a wisdom saving throw or take damage. As they, they now visibly perceive an illusionary manifestation of their greatest fear right in front of them. Uh, okay, so you watch as the dragon is now looking around, that fiery glow barely dissipating from its mouth, and it looks to the side, uh, and towards this space over here, um, and you just watch its head pull back, and its wings flap back the opposite direction. Um, as it seemingly pulls away from something that isn't there. Uh, yeah, it, it's the only one that can get. Um, and Charles stood up wrong, uh, so it's going to be 510, just in a diagonal line out this way, and as he does, uh, as he's passing the other, he's going to turn and point over in the direction of the grass on the other side of the road, um, for the way the dragon, as, as he says, <laughs> SPREAD OUT! Okay. Um, it is now Captain Priya's turn. Uh, she is going to get up from her dead horse. How's Captain Priya? Captain, how's she looking? <laughs> she's she's not doing as badly as she could have been. <laughs> um, let's just say that um, she's glad she leveled up. <laughs> so am um, I. She turns um, her musket towards the creature and takes a winging shot at it. Uh, and the gun jams. 
Wow. Prepping for you, why? <laughs> As she literally realizes this happens and just starts fucking running. Which way? Oh shit. <laughs> South. Jesus Christ, I didn't realize I'd big them up well. Brave captain of the Empire. Fucking huge shadow dragon thing. Hi, we're here and I'm 17. I mean, I suppose that begs the question as to who's who's brave and who's smart. <laughs> it's a thin line, that. A very thin line. Yep. Um, Sarah, it's your turn. Uh, um, uh, I'm not in enough range to get up onto it. Uh, and I'm assuming, is it, is it in the air? Because I tried flapping away from whatever its brain has manifested. Uh, it, it, it's flapping away, but it's not in the air yet. It's right, not so its turn to actually move. Right, so it's kind of hovering, but still in range. Yeah. Uh, yeah, um... Uh, I'm going to move here, and I'm going to shoot it with my musket. Okay. 17. Eight pacing. Oh, did even did seventeen hit? Actually, mm -hmm. I keep on forgetting that. Uh, a seventeen, I believe, does not hit. Nope. You you watch as the the round glances off of the scaled armor of the side of this dragon. Uh, then I am going to shoot it with pistol. That does not hit. Nope. That also does not hit. Annoyed that she is going to bonus action rage, and that is my turn. Okay. That we're all gonna die. That's my concern. <laughs> <laughs> you muted yourself to not be heard saying that, yet we still heard you. I muted myself to not interrupt, but I didn't realize Nicola was. Uh, is that your turn, Saris? Well, it's the only thing I can do at the moment. Okay, Bonus action movement and action's already done. So, because I, I was the one that knew the information about. Uh, Titania, would it be? Would I be able to figure out if this could be a relation? It, would that be an action to do that? I mean, you could ponder it if you like. Uh, I'm not going to make you do an action for it unless you want to sit there and really think about it. No. Um... I, I, I will say just just roll a, a general intelligence check. Intelligence. Fourteen. I mean. Probably, you saw the, you saw this person do the same thing as uh, the last archfire that you saw, and they are very similar in figure, very opposite in color palette. Yeah, with basic deduction, you could probably work that out. Okay, um, so I'm going to use my action to activate some biotic entity. Okay, to give me thirty-two hit points. Um, and I will say, oh, um, so, point taken. Um, you'll notice that the dragon is not paying attention to you whatsoever. I think we're past that point. Negotiation might not be on the table anymore. <laughs> Somewhere between the fireball and the illusionary specter of their greatest fear. Um, I am going to bonus action heal myself and move back here. Okay. 
Um. I, I can't. Action, bonus action and movement. I've, I've taken my movement. And I will kill myself. Uh, where are you? There we are. I clicked it. I did click it. We'll see it in a moment, hopefully. No realizing Charles probably should have just shouted, Raw! Uh, 16. <laughs> okay, so you heal 16 hit points. Uh, Riala. Right, um. Well, this like really stupid, probably. I'm gonna look at it and attempt to polymorph it into a badger. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I mean, it filled this last wisdom save. I mean, I mean, yeah, but it was more the shut up. The, the very <laughs> specific badger. Plus, well, as the old adage goes, it isn't stupid if it works. It failed. Oh yeah. my god, it failed! It failed. <laughs> I told you, it isn't stupid <laughs> if it works. Sorry no. to spoil the fun, but what would have been a better idea? Would have been a polymorph into a fish, put it in a jar of water, yeah, bury that jar. It's a badger now. Let's not let's stop this on the parade. <laughs> okay. It's right. a badger and we're leaving. Uh, well, well there is one more annoying about that. There's, there's a small problem, but we'll see. Uh, what is your spell save, DC? It went up, didn't it? Yeah, 16. It would have beat the old one. Is that what the annoying thing is? It would have hit the old one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I immediately because we're on cam I immediately know that it failed because that reaction you had of like rubbing, rubbing the forehead and the temples uh, that's the exact reaction I had when you polymorphed my boulder into a kitten oh, oh yeah <laughs> I did basically exactly that yeah um we, so. are, we are leaving now we uh, do only. We do have a small issue that polymorph only lasts for an hour. No, that's not a small issue. We can get far away in an hour. Yes, but I can fly. Not as a badger can. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um, a, bar a badger has twenty feet of movement. I have fixed everything, and everyone is shitting on me. <laughs> I was um, about to say. A everyone don't deserve Riala. <laughs> I was like, I haven't said anything yet. I've said nothing but positive things. Thank you very I'm much. I'm going to make it yay big because it's I, now a tiny creature. Yeah. I, I have um, a legit Don't move it off the map. <laughs> oh, you're just replacing it, or are you actually. No, 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 no. I, I made it much, much, much smaller. So is Riala running there? Yep. Uh, Riala still has a horse. <laughs> yeah. Um, Riala never got off the horse either. Mechanics. Mechanical like, how, question. How much do we need horses? No, we're not staying here to revive the horses. Just go. Anyway, the horses are dead. There is no saving yeah, no, the horses. There's no bringing them back. I was thinking yeah. of raising dead on them. But okay. Mechanical. Question towards the deer. The dragon also then gains the same HP as a fucking badger. <laughs> Yeah, I don't mean, touch it. It does. As soon as you attack it, it goes. Uh, you don't know what happens. At, uh, you don't know what happens after that. Treat and Riala both do. Oh my god! Oh, if, if someone genuinely attacked it as a badger and killed it, I would quit the game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I feel like there might be a suggestion from the player. 
there, there, there is something that you've, you've um, not quite thought through. But we'll find out on the next turn, unless like, Rial finish your turn. It's still your turn. I'm dipping. Right, so you run 40, or you get your horse to run 40 feet straight south. Yep. Ciao. So uh, you I'm blast past fuckers. Captain Freer on the horse. <laughs> As Captain Freer is just running. Uh, it is now the Badger Dragon's turn. Um, it still looks frightened of something um, for the moment. Yeah. Uh, so it has disadvantage then? On attack. Never mind. Never mind. Nathan is rubbing his forehead again. Why was that natural 20 just now? <laughs> As it passes the wisdom save against Charles's. Yes! I'm very, very pleased that it passed that save because if it didn't, it would have taken 4d10 of psychic damage and not been a badger anymore. That's what I was worried about. But the spell ends when they pass. So they are just a badger for an hour and Charles, as he feels the concentration drop, he's like, run! 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 So it goes one, two, three, four. And that's about as far as it gets. As this very angry badger seems to start steaming towards you, Charles. Fuck that, I can run faster than a badger. <laughs> That's the thing, uh, that sentence... I can't actually fight the badger, though, because I have not that many hit points. Um, so I imagine the badger actually probably has more hit points than you. I don't think so. Uh, I no, no. Um, the badger has... Three hit points. Three hit points. <laughs> What I am, Charles is going to shout, seeing it turn into a badger and no longer the effects of that spell. Charles is basically going to shout for, uh, for people to run, and he's going to move 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, um, 35, 40 feet using a bonus action to dash, and then I'm going to hold action to um, shoot with the Animus if the if the badger turns back into a dragon. Okay. Uh, uh, that's it. Captain Priya, from where she is standing, or running, is looking over her shoulder, uh, doesn't see anything, and is just gonna keep running. Thank god, I thought she was gonna be like, oh, it's just a badger, we can deal with that. Uh, she's seen magic used before, but she didn't see the badger, she just gave like a backward glance, and I will say that she used action dash as well. So she is off the map. Just a quick thing. The sentence, there is now a small badger running after you, would immediately change tone with one word. The honey badger is now chasing a. It's then not it's like, honey, oh, it's just a badger. No, I'm saying it's like, oh no, it is the same level of danger as the dragon runaway. Ferris, <laughs> it's now your turn. Uh, Fucking. Just run, just sprint away. No, I'm calculating, I'm not gonna. Then bonus action uh, dash, how much? No, you, like can, you, you can't bonus action dash, only oh, um, Charles can. So you can action dash. Oh yeah, action dash. Then um, yeah, how many more do I get? You just go another 30 feet. Oh. Yeah. Charles feels like he can go 90 feet around. It is essentially everybody slowly running, well not slowly, but like running away from this badger. And seeing as though I didn't attack anything, <laughs> my rage is being Your rage dropped, nullified. yeah. yeah. Not to... I'm immediately... Sorry. 
immediately looking at Nicola when you said, is everyone essentially running away? Because if there's anyone that's not going to do that, I feel like they might be in the same room as me. <laughs> if it's a no, I'm going to conjure four war horses, jump on the back of one, <laughs> and then ride it, and then tell each of the horses to pick up one of the right one of the running people. Oh, that's actually a really good shout. I kind of forgot that conjure animals could be used usefully. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm default set to hate conjure animals as a spell <laughs> because of initiative. Yeah, um, but, I'm not going to do that. I, I'm, I'm going to rationalise this as you all end up on these war horses and are fucking out of there <laughs> as you run away from the badger that is. Just, you can hear it yapping in the distance and then eventually not. Um, and then eventually not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank. Charles <laughs> just like lying across the neck of the horse, just like, oh my god, what was that? This is another mechanical question because I don't know fully how polymorph works. If it died as the budget, would have it died fully ordered to no, turn? No, no. If you'd have killed it as a I'm badger, asking it would have come back as a dragon. I don't yell at me. I'm asking because I don't know how the spell works. It, it, it works that um, when you're polymorphed, you have all of that creature stats, all of them, not like wild shape where you keep the mental stats. Um, but you, um, but if you deal that includes hit points. But if you deal damage to it, the leftover damage carries on to its original form. So the badger has three points, uh, three hit points. If I did another elder blast, the ten points of damage. Three points would go to killing the badger, and then two points would be dealt to the dragon over the back of it, but it would turn back into a dragon. So quite often, it's a good way to get like a, a strong hit out, maybe, or to make a make an ally into a stronger creature in some regards. But um, in a situation like this, you just concentrating on it for an hour and running away, generally recommended. Damage-wise, it worked the same as if it was wild-shaped. Right, that's all I wanted to know because I haven't gone to any of that part in the uh, hand, uh, the uh, player book hand, uh, handbook yet. Yeah, so that's that's how that works. There, there is um, there is one exception, um, which has to do with wording and spells. Uh, anything that says it kills you when it reduces you to zero hit points, um, or anything uh, that then it actually transforms back. But because the wording on the spell is that it transforms zero hit points and flips, but if it uh, for example, Power Word Kill will kill you if you have less than 100 hit points. If a badger has less than 100 hit points, it would kill them. It wouldn't turn them back. They would die. So that's a ninth level spell, and none of us have that. It, that's more of a curious fun fact. So, in the meantime, everybody is running for the badger. And I will say, because yep. technically it has the badger's mental stats, it would eventually get bored, and for an hour, just be foraging as a badger. <laughs> Um, I'm going to, because it's going to know what happened when it reverts form, so I'm just going to keep resummoning these war horses till I feel like we're at a safe distance. Okay. Because I can do it five times now. So you can get five hours away on magical war horses. Yeah. Amazing. Um, at full run, uh, I, I will say that, yeah, it, it has no chance of catching up. Um, and you have successfully averted. Uh, the encounter with the young red shadow dragon. So there's that. So, uh... Child wants to finish their mad dash. <laughs> so what the hell was that? 
I believe it was an archfey. You mean a little bit like the other one that turns into a dragon? Yes, but uh, this one seems a bit nastier. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we all heard her yell at you for mentioning the name. Yeah, they don't, they don't seem to like each other. I mean, you couldn't know. Um, Charles, when we find a safe place, can I see your book on uh, Feywild? Um, I th think I have that one. I don't think Rial is currently borrowing it. Let me check my library. Damn it, we were supposed to mug Hugo before he left. You were the only one that wanted to do that. Uh, I, was, also, I was supposed to mug Hugo before he left. <laughs> that would have made it so much difference. Like, I bid you all adieu, and then just Satrine yeah, stabs him. Why? <laughs> that's for that's for being a flirtation. Um, <laughs> magic. Um, yeah, Rial is borrowing a book I have written in Celestial that I can't remember which one it is. Um, so yes, you can totally borrow the book on Fey Magic. Satrine, why did you do this? Remember the pastries. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> so you guys eventually slow down. It is dark now. Uh, you have gone past the point of when you would have normally stopped. Um, do you actually go on for five hours? I, f I feel like yes. I'll go on <laughs> as long as my actual horse can. I mean, your horse can go on for a lot longer than you can. Hopeful run. I'm saying however long it goes for without before it needs to rest. Well, the other horses will disappear before your horse tires. Oh. Uh, gotcha. I will say that after that much running beyond the the point at which you would normally end, um, you guys will take a point of exhaustion, but you do have another day's travel before you get to Alton. I mean, do we do we want to rest or do we? I mean... Yes, I would like to rest. I was going to suggest that we, once we actually stop going to the train line and then set up camp there, then we'll have the co cover from the treetops. There if... are no trees. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, the reason we chose this road was because it was open. Uh, I just assumed we... that shadow um, silhouette thing on the side of the map was like a set of trees. That's why we couldn't see that. No, no, that, that's, a, that's a ridge. Because there's hills to that side. Right, I didn't know that. Yeah, we we picked a place. We picked a path that was that was relatively unobscured because it's faster. Um, unfortunately, uh, it's also more exposed. Uh, but in our defense, all of us, um, I don't think we could have planned for that. That was that was something. That okay. was definitely something. You say you you spoke to another dragon like that. Yes, well, we she didn't. seemed a lot nicer. She helped us against the vampire. I'm starting to regret uh, agreeing to come with you people. Hey, we don't go looking for trouble. Trouble just comes and finds us. We're yeah. sick of it as well. Yes, yeah. there, are, there are people that that kind of happens to, and you tend to stay away from that kind of person. I mean, 50-50. I feel like we've definitely gone looking before. I mean, remember the whole yeah. thing that got us to Shady Creek in the first place? I definitely went looking for that. I'm so you, you guys all eventually uh, settle down for the evening. Um, have a tentative rest, I suppose. Um, but you yeah. can take a long rest, but you will have a point of exhaustion the next day. Okay. That's, Even though we've taken a long rest? Yeah, because it, the, the idea is you've pressed uh, much further than you should normally during the day. Okay. 
Um, so the next day will be a point of exhaustion. It's so level one, yeah. Advantage, like attacks and stuff. Disadvantage on ability checks, not attacks. Yeah. You need three levels before you have disadvantage on attack and saving throws. Charles has been exhausted before. He knows what he's talking about. <laughs> one level, there's nothing. Charles has run half this campaign on one level of exhaustion. Well, I mean, you couldn't break into a jewelry because you were on the exhaustion level. <laughs> I didn't um, break into the jewelry, excuse you. I couldn't I mean, pick my sneakily. <laughs> so, the, I should have been more specific. The last day of travel, guys. Uh, you all rolled the dice, so I'm going to start from the top. Uh, Saris, roll a d20. We all uh, we all rolled. I don't remember us all rolling a d20. Sub, sub, sub rolls, not all d20s. Like the of course, you give the person who is more known for getting ten and under and fucking. No, <laughs> it's just you were next in the list. Stop bitching and whining. <laughs> Told you. Literally. Nine. Nine. Uh, so I need uh, perception rolls from some people. Captain Priya can choose to do one if you want. I mean, she's also exhausted. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Reality should probably do one, because she's very good at that sort of thing. And probably Citrine. Citrine's pretty... Like, Citrine and Reality, I think, have been established in the party as really good lookouts. So, uh, if you want to do it, perception check with uh, disadvantage. I'll do it. Uh, so that's a meet. Um, we'll find out Riala's um, when it gets to her turn to watch, apparently. Um, <clears throat> Eleven. Eleven. Um, the rest of the day goes by uneventfully. You are pretty fucking exhausted by the time you get to Warfield. But you do get to Warfield. Um, you can see the storm is close now. You can hear the cracks and rumbles of thunder. You can see the blackened sky. You can see even the land itself looks darkened and almost not night but it's now dark underneath this storm there doesn't seem to be any wind it's just darkness and thunder and lightning um but all field itself is not covered by the storm um if you were to hazard a guess maybe halfway to Drostenwald you don't really know you can't really gauge the distance properly However, waiting at the outskirts of the south of Oldfield, um, where Captain Priya actually leads you to join, you do come upon a small gathering force of Crownsguard. Um, <clears throat> and a figure that you recognize um, as you approach. Um, a, I think, if I remember rightly, hang on, one moment, I just need to remember a race because I suck and forgot it in that space of time that I was explaining something. Wife, halfling, gnome, human, half-orc. It's more whether or not I can remember between uh, elven and half-elven. Mm. Elven, half-elven. Thanks. Bro, high-elf, wood-elf. Half-elf. Hey, Ledron. Um, <clears throat> you do recognise this half-elf. Um as they are wearing fairly ornate armor of the Crown's Guard. Um, a fairly long uh, golden hair uh, as Captain Bryce, who uh, hired you guys to transport um, 
<clears throat> the refugees from Feldwin. Mm. Um, oh. Hey. Uh, and as you approach, they look up towards you and to Captain Freya uh, with a little bit of surprise on their face. Um, but also a look of what seems to be relief as you approach and they say, Ah, oh, um, well, we were hoping that reinforcements would come, but uh, I mean, we were thinking, you know, maybe a whole regiment, uh, as Captain Prior says. And Captain Bryce, I, uh, I forgot you were stationed here. It has been some time. Uh, no, we just happened to be in the area. But uh, these people seem to be quite good at uh, getting themselves into and then out of trouble again. Yep, that's us. It's essentially how we make a living. Yes, quite. Um, I, I, yes, I've met a number of groups that are like that. Um, Probably never met one like us. I mean, not so specifically, but yeah. I meant um, more conceptually, like, we turned a dragon into a badger. And if you ask Captain Priya here, I'm a regiment unto myself. Uh, Captain Priya just kind of, like, nods, like, yes, she, uh, she does seem to just, you know, bring out armies of strange creatures. Anyway, uh, has there been word of any efforts from the Empire to investigate the the troubles to the south. And uh, Bryce looks kind of sheepish. Well, we have sent word. Uh, the Starosta did send a message to see whether or not uh, the garrisons would be sending reinforcements. I've sent scouts south to see what's actually going on, but uh, I haven't had any return yet. Have you? Did you say the Starosta? Uh, yes, uh, the Starosta of the town, yes. Please tell me this is a different Starosta? A uh, different Starosta to which one? There are many Starostas. So the, the Starosta of where? Allfield. That's where oh. we are. Okay, right, cool. For a moment there, I thought you meant the Starosta of Zadash, and I was thinking, did we kill him? But no, it's fine. You say that out loud? Yes. There's like an awkward pause as everybody just kind of looks at each other and there's like... <laughs> Just like to, to like in, into the dead silence on a piece. Don't worry, he was a vampire. Right. And it was sanctioned right. by the crown. It was sanctioned murder. I see. Okay. Um, I'll take your word for that. And uh, as Captain Priya is nodding, I I'll take her word for that too. Um, well, we do have a number of men that are gathering to defend Allfield in case anything does come from the south. Although I can't say what is the fate of those in Trostenwald within the storm. Has anyone come out? Traders? Refugees? Not yet. Anyone went in? The scouts? Any of them come out? Not yet. How long ago did they go in? Two days. How long ago did you expect them back? Yesterday. Is that normal for them to be that late, or...? Well, I only asked them to go to Trostenwald, and that's a day's travel from here. Possibly longer in a storm. Possibly, but uh, they travel light and fast. Unless well, luckily, so do we. But uh, I, 
I would like to say that I could offer you some additional people if you're heading in that direction, but uh, my priority is defending Allfield. These That's people are interesting, um, but they are my people to, to defend. They're interesting how? Uh, I'm from a more urban community. Um, the people that live in Allfield are farm folk, and well, it's it's a strange life to me. How is Elderwin? Elderwin is uh, is doing well. Uh, most of the rebuilding has um, been completed, and uh, people are moving back there. Good. Uh, you'll be happy to know that all of the individuals you left in our care made it safely to Novgorod. Um, two re- decided to remain in... Three uh, remained in Hufferduke. Three remained in Hufferduke, yeah. The, one of the families one of the families found safety in Hufferduke. Yeah. Well, that is good to know. Uh, they're probably moving back home by now. <coughs> <clears throat> well, uh, it is getting somewhat late, so we are welcome to stay here in Allfield. Uh, we could have a uh, room in the uh I just looked at the name of the tavern. Wow. Is Trustable the place that um Charles would have stopped by? Uh I didn't you say you avoided Trustenwald? Um I don't think I ever specifically mentioned Trustenwald, but if I double check the population to give me a rough idea of how big it is so just shy of 9,000 people? Yeah, he probably avoided that. Because that probably, from a distance, looks like a sizable town. Fairly sizable town, yeah. Yeah. Big enough that Charles would avoid it while he was going north, avoiding big towns. <laughs> um, uh, he does eventually say, uh, or they eventually say, um, we could put you in the newly rebuilt uh, Candlebow Inn. Um... You'd be welcome to stay uh, the evening um, under my charge. Uh, if you're, you know, heading into the darkness, <laughs> he looks kind of nervous as he says that. We appreciate that. And we're pretty definitely going to be heading into the darkness. I see. Well, um, Erwin, and um, uh, the captain snaps his fingers, and one of the crowns guard comes over to you. Um, would you take these folk to the, um, the Candle Grow Inn and, uh, let them know that they will be staying under my charge? Um, sure, and Jennifer, Erwin kind of looks at Well, Captain, uh, I'll, I'll be right happy to. Uh, y'all follow me, yeah? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, lead on. And please, uh, what's your name? Well, my name's Erwin. He just said that. You sounded like I just want to hear you say it, to be honest. Oh, dear. Erwin, if you lead us on, I have lots of questions for you, and we shall have lengthy discussions. I I mean, all right then, but I mean, okay. I'll I'll tell you, you're from Trustenwald. I mean, no, we're in Allfield right here. uh, I just want to check if you were perhaps from a different area. I don't know if you're stationed where you are. Are you from Allfield then? Yeah, born and raised. So, so everyone here talks like that. That's a that's a. I mean, mostly, yeah. This is kind of a nice rural town. 
it, it looks quite large for a rural town. What, you must have some some 7,000 people here. I mean, I, 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 I can't see that. I, can't, I can count that high, but okay, yeah. I'll take your word for it. Brianna's absolutely in an element <laughs> of new exotic to her people. <laughs> well, it's, it's good to be proud of where you're from. Um... Tell me, have you, have you always been a guard? A soldier, I should say? Well, I mean, I, I worked on a farm for a long time when I was younger, but yeah, I thought I'd serve my people, you know what I mean? Oh, that makes uh, entirely... That makes a great deal of sense to me. Uh, community spirit and all that. Now tell me, uh, in the sense of community spirit, as I can see, we're getting close to the um, to the tavern, which I'm glad. The per I'm sure the person that does your voice would be glad that I've established for them. Um, tell me! What what does one typically order in a place like this? What's the uh, what's the old field specialty? Um, mostly like meats. Uh, there are some like really Meat? big cow-looking things that wander around in the in the fields. Uh, not all they, the fields. I mean, not all of them at the same time. That'd be weird. I was just checking. But they they do trample the crops, so they, you know they kind of keep them away or draw them in to use them for meat. I see. And tell me, you say trampling the fields. What kind of things do you grow around here? Uh, well, I mean, you know, like crops, like wheats and barleys. And, uh, Is that the kind of farm that you worked on? Yeah, yeah. I bet all that uh, wheat and barley and various grains make a fine brew. I mean, yeah, that. I mean, a lot of it gets sold down to troughs and all, but, uh, well... Not anymore, uh, it doesn't. I'm just kidding. They're fine. <laughs> it just looks at you like... Charles! Uh, what? I oh, said they're fine. Okay. Um, you gotta be able to smile and just like slap her with on the shoulder. Well, uh, this is the candle glow in. Uh, I'll wait here a moment while I go talk to the owner and explain what's going on, okay? And he moses on in. Because Thank that's you. the only way that they can move around here. They, they mosey. The only mosey. What <laughs> <laughs> they mosey. Um, a few moments later, uh, he comes back and, well, they 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 got meals and they got rooms for you. Thank you. Well, uh, oh, wait. Uh, uh, how long until you're no longer on shift? I, I I'm gonna be up here all night now. Uh, we just took over from the day. Well, so. And, uh, you I'm... know, they're kind of concerning out there. Well, take this as a favor from one uh, conscientious citizen to another. And I'll put a, a silver coin into his hands. Like, when this is over, you can have a drink on us. Well, well that's mighty kind of you. Uh, just remember, if anyone asks, staying in this inn tonight is Charles Blunt and the heroes of the run. And Charles would, like, just gesture with a hand towards the group. Katrina's going to just face palm and walk in. Okay. You enter the uh, tavern. It's it's not very busy. Um, it's quite nice in here, actually. It's quite fairly decent size. And as you look around, you, you it does look quite newly renovated. Um, there is a halfling male wandering around um, with uh, a cloth in one hand uh, <laughs> holding a tankard. Who seems to be the uh, the keeper here? 
Excuse me, sir. I believe our companion Irwin just came in and told us that you had food and rooms. For some reason, he asked us separate from us, even though we needed to ask you how many rooms, where are they, and how much? Oh, well, uh, oh, so you're the guys that are going to be staying here? Uh, well, you're also the run. Yes, that's us. Okay. So you're another one of those groups, then, are you? Another okay. one of what groups? I mean, like, they, they travel around and do good deeds and stuff like that, and, and they're really helpful. Yes, anyway, that's Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, uh, yeah, you got you got a room each, uh, and they're upstairs, uh, and there's no charge. It'll be on the, the captain and the Starosta's budget. That's terribly generous of them. Uh, yeah, from what I gather, you're going to be heading into some dangerous parts right now. Well, yes, you now. see that, uh, that storm that's between here and Trusting Walls. Yeah, and that's Charles, kind of Charles, like worried. Charles, like, go towards him and put, like, put an arm around his shoulders and point him vaguely south in gesture, even though I'm pretty sure he's probably gesturing at a wall on the door. But he'll gesture and look as if he can see through it onto the horizon. You see, my friend, it is going to be us in that dangerous terrain, braving the bravest enemies Facing the faceliest foes. And when it's all over, we shall cause the storm to retreat before us. The path to Trostenwald and the Wuyan Gate will be open once more. And trade will flow through your fine establishment and forever. And just like slap him on the back. For the love of God, Charles, uh, shut up. Charles, are you, are you okay? Right. Uh, well, you know, I'm new place. i get the name out there. Okay, uh, uh, well, I'm going to go uh, organize your food. Uh, you, y'all, just take a seat, okay? Charles, I was going to watch him go, and I just couldn't feel just in myself. <laughs> Hugo would have thought that was funny. Charles, can I borrow that bit, please? Yes, I lent it to you like a day ago. Oh, okay. You can continue to borrow it. Thank you for asking. I will take that <laughs> that book out and I will start it to Tanya and see if it mentions any relations. Uh, she does have a sister. What does it say on her sister? Uh, she is known as the Shadow Queen. The Shadow Queen. Uh, essentially the exact opposite of Titania. Uh, wh- Why do these feel like legendary Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean it became, that dragon became like a shiny because it got turned into a budget? What it actually it has that whole vibe though. It doesn't. What she what is. does it say? It doesn't say what her name is. Nope. Hmm. We have our name, the Shadow Queen. So not gonna lie, I saw that going differently when Satrine asked to borrow the book. I thought she was gonna borrow the book to like knock Charles on the head with it for doing the hero thing. <laughs> I feel like if anyone is surprised by Charles doing that at this point, you just have not been paying attention. No, I wasn't surprised at the hero thing. I was more surprised at Satrine not taking the book and dunking you on the head for doing it. <laughs> uh, uh, fine. So she, I'm, I'm just looking up the very specifics so that you. She prefers uh, fists. Uh, you find reference to the Queen of Air and Darkness, uh, r- rumored to be the Dark Sister of Titania. Queen of Air and Darkness. Yeah. Okay, okay. Cool, 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 cool. That's not menacing at all. It doesn't sound like she could follow us anywhere. 
and also doesn't, you know, the Queen of Air, she's probably not responsible for a massive fuck-off storm. Well... That's it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I thought there was going to be some kind of... <laughs> no, Lee kind of made that noise out loud. It's nothing. Well. <laughs> um... It's still, still like legendary Pokemon, though. Uh, a few moments later, um, the halfling gentleman wanders back. Well, I got you a, a, a few steaks. I hope you don't mind steak. Uh, oh, I love kind, of, kind of a specialty around here. We actually really like steak. I oh, well, then you're in luck. Do you have, like, special, like, sauces or anything, like, that's local to the area? We do, like, a hickory sauce. Oh my god, can we try it, please? I mean, yeah, uh, uh, uh... Same, but I don't know if that's just me. Huh? I did, I, I saw your box light up, and I saw you talking, but I couldn't hear you. I heard it. Okay, maybe it's just me. Well, I, let I, me go grab that for you, uh, I'll be right back. And he toddles off. All you missed is Riala asking for sauce. Um, I, I missed, I missed the answer, it's fine, my, my headset's been a little bit finicky today. That's probably all it is. Uh, he pops back a few moments later, and he does produce a uh, a bowl of sauce. We did lose Craig at some point. Yeah, Gurk is still down there. That's fine. So, does anyone have any uh, any thoughts or ideas before we go into the storm tomorrow? Nope. I have a thought, but it's not related. <laughs> okay, what's your unrelated thought? I mean, no, it's fine. Does a bit mean? Oh, okay. I mean, now everyone wants to know. Yeah, now I'm curious. <laughs> no, it's just I think that Nathan has the overall look to go along with that voice. Sorry. <laughs> 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 We're all like, in character, seriously sitting around the table. Like, what concerning thing have they learned, or are they going to tell us? Like. You know, Nathan's wearing a shirt that does make him look like a bumpkin. It's, it's <laughs> not just the shirt. And the mullet. the first time I've heard someone described as a bumpkin. <laughs> Can you see uh, Nathan's soul leaving? Yeah. I've got a jacket on the back of mine. My... You ain't got it up here, mate. Oh, that's not on here. Uh, I've got a blasty jacket looking about somewhere above. You should show everybody that, in fact. <laughs> Oh, I spent lots of pennies on this nice jacket. <laughs> Can we get back to the DM again? Okay. <laughs> we do a break. Does anyone have any thoughts about the extremely dangerous thing we're planning to do tomorrow? Just survive it. Well, that is Objective a very survive. good idea, yes. I don't really know what to say or to think right now. I don't feel myself. Okay. Would you like to further check on your family? I know that you have sent a couple of messages. Yes, I'm going to message them. I'm, I'm like, I just think like, I hope that we can stop whatever this is because it's obviously really bad. But I've um, got this ever-present thought in the back of my head that I could actually die doing it. What's the, what's um. What's the name of uh, the priestess in Novgorod? Elaria. Elaria? Something like that. Uh, uh, Alana. Yeah, there you go. Something like that. 
Why? Could we also send a message to Alana? To say what? Uh, just that we've ran into uh, another Archfey. Um, this time the sister of Titania, the Archfey of Darkness. Do we think we can... Do you think she can do anything about it? Does she know things? So asking for her advice, because she is pretty knowledgeable on it. I've, I've spoken to her about it before. Okay. <clears throat> Could be a good idea. Yeah, okay, I'll message them. Thank you. So, you're sending a message to Alana first, or...? Okay. Hi, it's Riala. I hope you are doing okay. We have met with another Archfey, the sister of Titania. Do you have any useful informations? There's not a massive pause, but there's a pause. And you hear the sister of Titania. Well, that is, um, uh, not sure how I feel about that. That's something. I can't really say I know a lot about her. Good luck. <laughs> helpful, helpful. Rihanna just sighs like into her stake. She said that she had can't do, has no useful information, and good luck. Oh well, okay. Hey, that's the church. Sauce is really good. <laughs> uh, Sarah, you gonna eat your steak? I was about to say like fork and mouth. Hmm? Why are you suddenly eating now, Ceres? <laughs> What's this all about? This is the furthest south of travel. I want to taste what the food's like. That's so fair. So that we don't get to share the steak. Wait, you've got your own steak. Ceres so is going to look at all of them. I like, get you another steak. <laughs> I'll have another steak, please, and so will she. You yes, like the sauce? Yes, yes. You want the sauce on the steak? Yes. Would you like ribs with that? Oh my god, yes. Oh, yeah, right, okay. Yeah, Sarah's gonna Would look you at like everyone. fries with that? Sarah's gonna look at everyone like we don't have any fries. Sarah's gonna look at everyone. Oh, so my food has been claimed by all of you. Uh, this could be my last meal. Let me enjoy it. I mean, it could be any of our last meal. I would have died had you not um, oh, used your magic to help. That? I said I would have died. Thank you, Riala. Excuse me one second, just to clarify this. Me eating my steak is ruining everyone else's meal, apparently. Yeah? Well, I mean, That's very it's dramatic. just. I never say that. You just said that! <laughs> oh, I didn't say that. I didn't actually hear it either. Sorry. <laughs> I was about to say, like, Ceres just chewing into a steak. Riala, how fucking dare you? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> uh. A few minutes later, um, the halfling gentleman wanders back. Well, I got three more steaks. I got uh, a whole rack of ribs here that you could share between you. Um, I got some potato salad. Rihanna drags that plate of ribs between her Whoop. and the tree. <laughs> well, I see, I see you kind of like the cuisine down here. We just like food. Well, that's good to know. Uh, I hope the... Uh, <laughs> The captain's coffers is going to spread to it, but yep. Yeah, we'll pay it off. 
Um, so, those extra stakes? There were three more stakes provided and a, and a large rack of ribs. Okay, I'm going to take two of the stakes and give Riala the, the other one. You can have most of the ribs if you want. Riala gives her a small part of the ribs. <laughs> yeah, okay. And now, with rib and like eating ribs, she's going to message her mom. <laughs> <clears throat> oh dear. Hi mama. <laughs> do you is do you have any I started. We go back. <laughs> you go back. <laughs> I'm gonna put the, the, the chewing noise in the same place, but yeah. Hey mama. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any more news on the storm or the, anything happening that we should know about? I hope you are all safe. Okay. There's a slight pause. Riala Alarea, what did I tell you about eating, <laughs> eating and talking? Fucking Harry Potter. Howler. You are not a child. But no, we are fine. The storm has not spread this way. We miss you. And that's it. <laughs> Got told off by my mama. <laughs> I don't like this day. I want to go to bed. So you guys um, quite happily finish up your meals. There are rooms, individual rooms provided this time. Candle glowing is much bigger. Um, so you can have your long rest for the evening, even though you've had one previously, but you are no longer in the point of exhaustion. Well, before, before the the uh, before the rest happens, like, as everyone's got the rooms, Charles is um, Charles like gonna go out the room, and then he's gonna listen for the doors closing, and then he's gonna come back out of the room, and he's gonna go knock on Riala's door because, uh, yeah, he probably thinks it's 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 worth them talking or arguing or whatever before going into the massive magical storm of death. What? I think that we should probably talk. What do you want to talk about? Uh, well, I, I mean, I'd like to come into the room and talk. Okay. <laughs> Did I try still, the door? We are still eating ribs. <laughs> I was specifically in your room. Yep. Okay. Um, I mean, when told that Charles just opened the door. Rihanna offers a room. Uh, no, I'm I'm fine. Charles' face just like covered in sauce. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you do you want me to do you want me to get that for you? Yeah, sure. Go for it. Charles, Charles is gonna like re- reach into his pocket for an an old um like handkerchief cloth that he's had for a while. <laughs> Just... By the time he's done that, she's prestigitated it over from her face. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I suppose and I could have done that. The next room. And then does it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I okay. I suppose I could have done that. Uh right. I am not particularly good at this because I have never had to be good at this because before I was with all you guys 
I wasn't really with anyone. Charles says he's just he's just like, like, so, un- unconsciously um, start pacing. <clears throat> so I'm very used to kind of you know being alone. You're not and have, what? Uh, talking about ta- talking ab- about um, people and how we're working together and um and my issues with some of the things and recognizing when i'm doing things that are an issue for other people now just that that kind of thing in general right so like not doing anything to help this (laughs) nope so like for example um um you know the whole thing where you guys like came into my room to show off your new clothes like I kind of imagine that you knew I would find that really awkward and and um and yeah I mean I knew that you probably wouldn't really be overjoyed about it but I grew up in a house that was full of stupid shit like that, so sometimes I guess I just forget myself. Yeah, and I, and I realize that that's that's what you're used to, but I'm I'm kind of not at all. In fact, there was a little bit of time in my life where if uh, someone was to bust through the door in the inn I was staying in. I would, I would probably be better off uh, shooting them before I find out who it was. Are you threatening me? No, I'm not threatening you. I'm joking. It is a joke. I'm... I am quite... I don't know how you say... I don't know if you know this, but I am actually the middle child of three, and I have two brothers. So... I've grown up in a world where I had to try really hard and stand out. And sometimes I just get used to that environment and it just all comes back out, like how I how, how I acted in my childhood. Did you understand? I I do. Is there an empty chair in the room? Yes, there is. Charles probably just could like, <sighs> sit down on it to, to stop himself from walking around. I I mean, I do. You've, you've seen well how I am in in front of other people and then now but I but I'm not very used to that being an all the time thing and it's I don't I don't find it a very easy thing to do for long times and I don't want to keep do I like, I don't know, sometimes I just want to not be concerned that my door is going to get knocked in or or uh, that kind of thing. Okay. I think I should really be having this conversation with Citrine then. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I mean, str- Citrine's definitely um, on, on the list. <laughs> Up to. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, there are other things as well, like things 
that I would appreciate if you knew I wasn't terribly comfortable with. That that if you didn't do as much. Please write a list. Have... <laughs> well, I mean, the biggest one is probably Charles would probably stand off again and just start walking around. It's like, nope, can't sit still. Uh, the biggest one is probably when you're just, you know, like undressed half the time, but like in your space, that's I don't I don't care. But you know, when it's just everywhere because a trust face probably start like starting to like just turn red as like he doesn't know how to talk about this stuff. Cause just like, you know, then you know, then I'm just stood there and I don't know where to look. Well just don't look then. Well I, I mean I don't, but then then that prompts people to poke more fun. Like I can't win. I can't look and I can't not look. I don't really know what you want me to say. I don't know what I want you to say. I just wanted to say this. Do you feel better? Not really. No. I probably... I just feel... I don't know. Like... No, I still just feel really confused. Confused? Shut up, Citrine! Just bang on the wall. (laughs) (laughs) I could have Citrine, like... Listening. Glass up against the wall. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Well, I guess neither do I, except that I really do need to say thank you and to say that I'm sorry that I don't know how to say thank you because I'm really not used to it. This That's not a, a thing that came up a lot. This is a very strange way to say thank you. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's a it's a two way thing. Like I have I have issues with the way people are behaving, but I know that that I I'm not doing everything right. And it's been it's it's just been it's just it's all been a lot ever since Sarah's died. It's just like as soon as Sarah's died, then then we know people could die. And I know we knew people could die, but like that we knew knew that people could die, uh, and and then they didn't die, which is weirder. Like that's almost worse. Like I don't want to say it to her, but that it, in in I was at the other side. Fucking what? <laughs> I was like, I thought I knew how to cope if someone died in a dangerous situation. But I don't know how to cope if someone dies and undies. It is probably also because you care about the people that you're with. Well, of course I care about the people and I'm with. And it makes it worse and harder. We're all in the same boat. Metaphorically. <laughs> At the moment, <laughs> I guess. through the wall. <laughs> and then... And then we met Hugo. And I didn't... I didn't want... Hugo to join us. That's not a secret. Because because we did really dangerous shit and we were probably gonna get Hugo killed. That's well, why Hugo, I didn't Hugo got to himself out of that. But we didn't know that when he joined. All we knew when he joined was that we ran the risk of going into into something really dangerous, and it didn't strike me as fair to bring them along, because they, they couldn't have possibly known what we were doing. Or you were just we jealous. Played. 
Why would I be jealous of you, Will? I don't know. Because he's less social. He's less social. Shut up, Citrine. He's less antisocial around the women. Perhaps you're jealous about that. I, I imagine at this point, Citrine has given up at the wall and has come to the doorway. Oh no, <laughs> she's she's still at the wall. She's dedicated to this wall. Okay, fair enough. P.S. I never liked him. And we did explain to him, so it's on him if he died. Okay, right, I, uh... I was gonna look at, like, just look at the wall strange voice is coming from. And I'll stop kicking in your door. Mostly. I will so kick like, it in if I think it's a dire situation. Are you here to actually, like, just say thank you in a really fucking weird way? I mean, I do want to say thank you, and I do want you and Strain everyone else to know that that I'm grateful, and 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 that I would do whatever I had to do to stop anything bad <sighs> happening to any of you. I think that we are all on that same page with each other. I just see us like a crazy little family. Like it isn't actually a lot different to how I grew up. I th- this. And that I makes don't... me feel quite comfort when I'm away from home. Which, which... But if you ever insult me again, like the other day, then my brothers will kick your ass. (laughs) If I don't first. She just swings. I mean, I know blow things up with my hands so they can try. (laughs) You don't know what my brothers can do. I bet you're stronger than both of them. Probably, actually. No, uh, Charles, look at the wall. Since since the um the the private part of private conversation is over, uh, I guess that I will go. You hear from the opposite wall. Is there any reason we should be doing this at this time of night? Can we go to sleep, please? As Captain Prey <laughs> chimes in. <laughs> so yes, private. The private part is over. Yeah. And what did what did you need? What did you need to be so private? Because you had a big, you you had a family that that you're used to sharing things with, and I'm just. No, that you are wrong. Bad assumption. Well, you told me that this was like a family. Sharing. Oh, I thought you meant like privacy and sharing. Like, like, yeah, I like grew up with with two brothers that were chaotic and crazy, and I got picked on until I they realized I had magic. (laughs) But um. I did not talk to any of them about anything private and personal, no. I've, well, I have never really spoken or had anyone to speak to about any of that sort of stuff. Not, <clears throat> I, I sort of had one person when I was at sea, but sailors, I mean, ships' crews change all the time, and sailors, you're so close to each other, you don't share that stuff because it makes it more difficult. <clears throat> At this point, uh, Citrine just walks through the door and goes, yeah. 
So the opportunity to find a person, as Charles as he walks towards the door, find a person who possibly, you know, one on one can start talking with this sort of stuff. I thought I'd give a go, and I'm just not used to looking, looking over at Citrine. I'm I'm not particularly used to the idea of that being many people at once. Okay, I uh, I'm gonna hug Charles and go. It's okay. I'll uh, try not to make you so uncomfortable in the future. Just we we can start with the door and the eavesdropping. I can't help with the eavesdropping. Like you just talk so loud. Like use a quieter voice. In fairness, you didn't whisper or anything. I Charles. These are thin walls, Charles. <laughs> I'm not. Charles, I'll if you ever want to actually no. talk to somebody in private, like, we can just, like, you can talk to me. And we just go away from everybody else. But I think you could probably talk to any one of us. I know that, like, change is really weird and scary sometimes, but you do actually have a family now. Yes. You're kind of stuck with us at the moment, so, you know. I'm not sure what makes it better or worse that it's the idea that it's, uh, that it's family that I'm about to go with into uh, what might be a place where another shadowy dragon lives. Everything happens for a reason. Now that, I absolutely do not believe. Guess we'll find out. I think if people could find that out, we would have a better answer. Someone once told me... <laughs> Good night. Good night, Captain Priya. Sorry to keep you up. Good night, Citrine. Can we have a short break at this moment? Yeah, uh, <laughs> we can. Oh, well, it depends. Do you guys want to keep going? Because it's now 2am. Or we could just end it here. Yep. Okay. Um, so, as everybody goes to bed, you all get your long rest. You drop your point of exhaustion. And you can mentally prepare yourselves <clears throat> for literally whatever this shitstorm is about to be. Good night, everybody. Good night, John boy. Good night, John boy. I'm Charles Blunt. We're the Heroes of the Run, and we hope to see you next time in the Dark of Exandria. <laughs>